Bear has nothing to do with hiking. Get on the trail! We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. Que no parece fiesta. It's the Trail Show. My God, Polly. Featuring Launton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia, P.O.D. Amosio. What are you girls doing up here? Mike, Dilo, DiLorenzo. Yeah! Paul, Max, Maganati. He's a fraud. And now, from Dilo's basement, it's the Trail Show. We are live from the Bobby Walter Studio at the Deloplex Broadcast Center in Boulder, Colorado's historic beer district. You are listening to The Trail Show. We are heard worldwide on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. It is Friday, April 25th, and we are delighted to have you along with us today. This month's trail show is sponsored by the May 3rd Denver Brew Hike. All of us here at the trail show will be heading out for a three or so mile brew hike. In downtown Denver on Saturday, May 3rd at 1 p.m., and you are cordially invited to hike along with us. We will be on foot and plan to hike to seven breweries along the brew hike. Check our Facebook page for details, www.facebook.com slash thetrailshow. If your business or website is interested in advertising on The Trail Show, or if you too are a longtime listener that would like to sponsor the show, please email our advertising staff at sales at thetrailshow.com. Partner with The Trail Show and get the word out about your business or website. That contact info, again, Mike DiLorenzo is... Sales at thetrailshow.com. And I feel like you just look over at me to say that every show. Well, you know, usually you have like some special offers No, I don't, because I was asked not to talk about the yogurt franchises anymore. (laughs) Um, What are you talking about, man? Some people asked me not to talk about the yogurt franchises. They said, D'Lo, that joke is old and it's over with and we need to have you come up with something new. And I haven't come up with anything new yet. So when you look at me and you say, D'Lo, what's that email address? I really just can't. I got nothing, man. (laughs) Well, it's sales at thetrailshow.com. Yeah. All right, we have a we have a special guest in studio today. Ladies and gentlemen, in studio this month is fellow long-distance hiker and the only man I've ever seen do a Pete Rose slide on the beer-soaked floor at the Colorado Convention Center, Mr. Markham, completely free car. Markham, thanks for being in studio this month, man. Thanks so much, Disco. We're glad to have you here. I can't believe we haven't had you here and it's been two years. How's that possible? It's unbelievable. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. What, know, what have you been up to the past two years, Markham? I've been under a rock most of the time. It's okay. been quite nice. Have, okay. you had any, have you had any children over the I've past two years? I've had some young, young strapping <laughs> lads come along into my life. So. Oh, cool. So you're a father? I'm a father, twice over, yeah. A scholar and a gentleman. And a gentleman, clearly. And a head first Pete Rose slide at the Denver <laughs> yeah, we'll, Great American Bear Fest. We'll, we'll, get, get, we'll get into that later. Get back okay. to that. Yeah, yeah. It's All just right. amazing. <laughs> and it's epic. I, I've never seen anything quite like it. To be I honest. was safe. You were safe. <laughs> and then you ran for home. It was wonderful. Or at least took the bus home. <laughs> All right, Mags, let's, let's uh, set the table. What are we going to be serving up today? Uh, well, introduce the guest host. So we do trail news. Yeah. The brew hike. Brew hike coming up. Really soon. Really soon. The Trail of the Month, which is the PCT. Uh, how have we not covered the PCT? This I is our 23rd know. show. Uh, you know, we're going to save one of the best for last. Okay. For last? or is this? Or, <laughs> what does that know. mean? What, what does that uh, mean? You just, you just got Dilo really excited. <laughs> Are you moving it? to Montana? Tell me you're moving to Montana. <laughs> Tell me you got that job with the state of Montana as an IT monkey. You did. 
Gallatin County. No. Yeah. Kidding. No, I didn't get it. He even knows the county oh, name. You moved to Great Falls, Montana, dude. That's awesome. I really, did put in a resume really with Gallatin excited. County. I'm really excited for you. Yeah. Man, yeah. we're gonna have to get you set up with a satellite link if you <laughs> move right. out to Montana. That's all right. Um, <laughs> iTunes top ten this week, apparently. Oh wow. man, the lit boy! I put out a request and the listeners came to back. Some great, I, great, yeah. great entries, I must say. Yes. Some outdoor trips for the past month. I think Disco, you took a little bit one, and Pod took a little bit of one mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, a little, and well, I'm sure you took about a dozen. So, <laughs> Markham, did you get outside this past month? Uh, on my back deck, yes. Okay, very good. Oh, so you're in the D-Lo you're program. In the D-Lo program. <laughs> no, he's not in the D-Lo program. He just hangs out in his yard. He doesn't move his yard around. Oh, so he uh, so he just enjoys his yard? Yeah, I, I move. just enjoy it. I don't actually do I physical shape, labor. I, I shape, I mold, man. I mold things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, we have lots of tips and a mailbag and lots of shout-outs. Uh, we have some musings on media. We do. We have our bear of the month. Ask a Hiker, and another gear review. There it is. Sweet so, donuts. So why don't we start things off with my personal favorite segment, personal segment, favorite segment. Mike DiLorenzo's, Mike DiLorenzo's Mike Beer, of the month. Beer, of the month. Beer of the Month. Can I get that echo, too, when I talk real quick? Yeah, you got something to say? Something yeah. to say? Yeah. What on earth are we drinking? Because it's really, 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 really good. Really, 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 really good. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's like from Michigan. And I think I'm pretty sure that our listeners don't like those crazy sound effects. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Let's turn it down a little bit. Okay, so I'm going to steal the thunder here. Because I think you're... Who's this Hermosillo guy? Is it related yeah, to you? He it's is, Frito, actually. Frito Rolltie Garcia. Is he, the, is he the sheep farmer? He is. My brother is a sheep farmer. Wow. Amongst many other things that he does. does um, he, is he really a sheep farmer? He really is a sheep farmer. Okay. No yes. word of a lie. No word of a lie. No word of a lie. Frito, uh, he's the only one in my family that listens to the trail show, which is kind of nice. God Pops. bless you, Frito. And uh, he got beer from the local brewery in our little tiny hometown of Chelsea, Michigan, from the Chelsea Ale House, which he and I have had beers at together. And, and Disco has too. I have too, yeah. and I can vouch for the Chelsea Ale House. And so he sent us, he sent us growlers, and we that was were a bold, all that was a, little, a bold move. A little worried about how it was going to turn out, but we opened them, and they are fantastic. They're totally carbonated. They're not skunky. In They're fact, delicious. didn't we didn't we have like a little bit of a <laughs> beer explosion up in the did. kitchen just a little while we ago? We tried to stir up some sediment, and it turned out to be a catalyst for yeah. some foam. So anyway, we are drinking the Roosevelt Rye, which was named after the 26th president. Which Max, I'm sure you already knew that. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, that'd be Franklin Delano Roosevelt, right? Hop forward, bold pale ale with earthy malt characteristics. Mm. Uh, so apparently Teddy was rather bold himself, so that's why they named it the Roosevelt Rye. I think they used to call him Boldevelt. I think they did. Yeah, that was his nickname. And then we're Bully! Also, we're also drinking the Morcella Rye Porter. Earthy, robust porter named for our favorite spring mushroom, the morel. Yeah. Oh. Delicious. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And from the genus Morcella. There you go. Very good. So we're drinking some mushroom beer. And Kevin Vest, if you're listening, it's not too late, man. <laughs> It's not too late. You could still send us beer. And if you send us beer from Stone Brewery, we would actually really appreciate it. Yeah, so but don't I, we already have a May, May beer taken care of? I don't know, but if he said... Oh, I got but, a but, shout-out. But wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to give a shout-out to yeah. Frito, who... Oh, your brother. ...works insane hours and his job, and then the sheep farm, and somehow managed to 
get beer and take it to the UPS store and amazing. ship it. And Absolutely amazing. Because it's some work, you know. You gotta, it is some work. You and buy the beer. Two kids. And yeah, you buy the beer. You put it in your car. You drive over to the UPS store. You got to package it up just right, you know. And yeah. it's you got to do it special because you're sending beer and UPS is all over you. And the he actually, Uncle Sam is coming down yeah, on you, you know. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. The the cool thing is now this is the second month in a row that we've had listeners send us beer from their perspective locales, and it works. And although I wouldn't recommend sending two sixty four ounces of of growler beer in glass bottles, uh, cans or like small bottles are much easier to yeah, ship and is. better to ship. And gra- I'm I'm actually shocked that the growlers were still carbonated. They, they were. It was great. wonderful. But ne- it looks like next month we're going to have beer shipped to us from North Carolina. Uh, Mark, right. can you speak to that at all? I can definitely speak to that because I texted a buddy, Bob High, on my way over here, and he works at Natty Greens in Raleigh, North Carolina. Natty Greens. Natty Greens. And uh, he's going to ship out some cold brew ha-has for the May Show. Man, that is fantastic. He is fired up to do it as well. So, so the, it's kind of cool because, you know, when we started the show, it was mainly us reviewing Colorado specific beers and now this thing's kind of morphed into like we're, we're getting beers from all over the u.s so let's see how long we can keep this going i mean who knows we might not we might not even review another colorado beer this year maybe we'll go international <laughs> oh my can you imagine sending actually I would, 128 no, ounces of beer from europe i would um i would, well, would severely uh I, I would dissuade us from doing that simply because i think america has the best beer in the world right now america we're finally back up beyond prohibition levels in our country. Oh, really? Of the number yes. of breweries. Wow. We are. Indeed. Interesting fact. Like, did that out. happen recently? It's just last couple of years, I believe, huh. that, uh, that we wow. had that many breweries in before just prohibition. Think, just think before prohibition, we had that many breweries and a lot fewer people. Wow. wow. I, bet, I bet we were a fun bunch back then. Yeah. A happy That's bunch. Right, yeah. All right. Before we get too much hate mail about the beer talk, <laughs> let's get later. right into Mr. Paul Mags Magnotti and Trail News. Mags, take right. it away. Speaking of Michigan, the Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakes Seashore, National yes. Lakeshore rather, is the first wilderness area in five years. Oh, wow. they, they just it's got a designated, designated wilderness. Yeah, nice. look, I've only seen photos, but it looks really beautiful. Hmm. My parents have been there several times. Oh, there you go. Our Carl Meltzer. Um, Speed goat. He's yeah, going to attempt the Appalachian Trail speed record again. What he's going for the FKT? He is, dude. Yeah. What's his name? Speed Goat? That's Speed. his trail name. That's his trail name. Nice. Silver City is to be the first, it is now, the first CDT gateway community. Yeah, what does that mean? Basically, they, rec- <laughs> <laughs> they recognize the CDT is a very important cultural and economic resource for the town. Okay. Kind of cool. like what the Appalachian Trail is to Damascus, essentially. It's a very integral part of their community. And I think our boy Hearsay, who's now in Silver City, is trying to do something with CDTC. Uh, he might be a part of this new gateway adventure. I'm sure. Hearsay, write us. Tell us what you're up to. Yeah, I, I on, heard hearsay was going for the FKT of the Gila River um, <laughs> section. The pack rafting. Yeah, he's, he's going gonna... for the he's going for the speed record of the Gila River pack rafting right. um, fording oh, section. Oh, All right, so now we have some serious news. What is that afraid? nonsense? No, no. Okay. no. This is more somber. I should say oh, okay. somber Uh-oh. news. Yeah. So, uh, wintry storm strands spring breakers for rescuing the Smokies again. Oh my god! That's not somber. It's like a broken record at this point, man. I hope and they had cell phones. There was three three known rescues in Hauser Canyon this year already. <coughs> in in oh, all in the dude. same place. Water yeah. water related. Yeah, and, but today actually it was just released the um, more details. So a nineteen year old died who was hiking from the border to Idlewild. Oh, oh my god! And it was seventy degrees. They don't details are still coming in. 
I mean, he called his father panicking. I'm not feeling well. The father called the search and rescue, and he died at Lake Morena. What? Wow. 19 yeah. years 19 old? 19 years old. 70 is not that hot. Either. I know. So I don't know the details yet. Not Details aren't being released. but and the, and the kickoff man. is this weekend, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, that puts a... A damper know, on... You know, it's a tragedy all around. I mean, can you imagine being the rescue people, too? Here's this. They thought he was okay. They more yeah. or less passed away at Lake Moreno. So this is a pretty somber news. Oh, geez. And on a similar note, someone died of natural causes in the Appalachian Trail. I don't know if you heard about that. I did hear about that. He was, um, um, he was in a shelter. In a shelter. He, he was hiking with his brother-in-law. Yeah. And the brother-in-law, I'm not feeling well. He was like two miles outside of town. Other hikers saw him that day, too. Yeah, and I, I guess his brother went into town and... Was notified later on after authorities found him that his brother passed away at the shelter. I think it was somewhere near the James River yes, section of the exactly. AT. Yep. So as it's somber. Jeez, that's tough. And in continuing the theme of somber news, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is big news. You know, the Mount Everest avalanche. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, man. And they pretty much are shutting down Everest for the season. You can still go up there, but the Sherpas said, we're not helping you. Have good luck. Oh, the Sherpas are... They're like, we're done with it. It's not worth it. Because 13 Sherpas died in the avalanche, Correct. right? Wow. That, so, it's the biggest one-day fatality on Everest, right? I don't know that so, offhand. I, I think you I might think, be right. Yeah, I think At least is. among the Sherpa community. But, yeah. I mean, it's gotten pretty plush up there in some ways. I mean, they bring first-world Western-style accommodations to it. It's a grueling climb. Yeah. yeah. And that's part of the reason why these tragedies might happen. But, hmm. um, And better news, though. Have you heard about Palkahol? The yeah. powdered, the powder. yes. Right, now, what is this, man? Well, unfortunately, four days ago, the FDA rescinded their approval. <laughs> okay. So it's, well, it's a well, moot point. They rescinded it. Yes. No, I won't, I won't do that again. But um, no, wait a minute. That, well, okay, out. hold on. Let, no, no, we no, need some I, background. I need, we know some background. Time out. We'll be, I'll let Mags go into the story, but I just want to prefix this story with. Why, why can't we just be, like, substance-free in the woods? Mag's over to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm choking on that statement from D-Lo. Well, well real quickly, just so folks know, it, it's a... It's dehydrated alcohol, and it's, I don't know the chemical. Just yeah. add water, and yeah. they, I think there was different flavors even. Yeah, margarita. And yeah, and, and it got rescinded by the... That's what I heard. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Maybe next time. But the National Park Service has a new logo that's being revealed. They're getting rid of the traditional arrowhead. And it look, we had it on our Facebook page. No, it's god-awful. It looks like an iPhone app. Tell me more about the Park Service logo, Max. Oh, just... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I feel like there's a lot of crickets in the studio right now. No. <laughs> Which is weird because we're in my basement, and I'm pretty sure, <laughs> A, that the crickets aren't alive yet, and B, that there aren't in my basement. That's I left the weird, door open. Dude. Yeah, Markham it's left really the door weird, open. weird, dude. Did you bring Sorry. over a jar full of crickets? <laughs> oh, my God. Practical joke. Please, All Max. Right. 50th, Please. 50th anniversary of the Wilderness Act? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, very cool. 1964. Awesome. Maybe, how about a round of applause, Disco? Can we yeah, get some let's, applause? Yeah, let's do a little bit of... How about a big round? Wow. Yeah. Yes. Sounds like Bruno Mars just stepped in here. Yeah. There On a go. similar note, three miles of the AT is now permanently protected north of Pierceburg. Before, I guess, it was kind of this roadwalk corridor. one of the last things to be protected. Mm. Okay. So that's really cool. D'Lo, you'll appreciate this. Probably not, but... You will, because you're always going on about it. <laughs> Hiking and Lyme disease. Revive estimates from CDC indicate U.S. infection rate is 10 times more prevalent oh, than previously uh, reported. It backs up what your, yeah. your theory was there. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I have three to appreciate yeah. it. Wow. And a little shout, everyone familiar with Smile at Amazon.com? No. Yeah, what about it? Well, a lot of outdoor organizations are on it now, like the CDTC, the Appalachian Trail Conservancy, etc. Okay. So if you buy things, you can donate 0.5% of the proceeds to your charity of choice. Maybe Sweet. the trail show should be on it. <laughs> yeah, we're a, cha- we're a charity. We're a charity, right? And our last news item is from a listener, Mr. Mike uh, Whitesell. DiLorenzo? Yes. Apparently, you can now buy torches for your MSR-style isobutane fuel canister. No way, dude. That's fantastic. That yes. means you could burn your jeans really efficiently with white <laughs> let gas. It, let him finish. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was done. No, no. But i got to read this. There's it, more? It's wonderful how he wrote this. Word has gotten around that you can't be a real hiker unless you carry something to light your wet clothing on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Who would want to carry Coleman propane bottles oh, for your torch and then also carry a different type of fuel for your jet boil? This is dual use at its finest. i got to get me one of these photos so I can stop at being a mere pack sniffer and move on to the lofty heights of a true ultra hiker. Photo taken at the NOC in Gatlinburg. Apparently, it's been a new demand in the Smokies for this product. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he attached a lovely photo. It's legitimate. You can attach it to you know, the isobutane canister. Wow. And it's, it's a torch? Yeah, it's, a, it's an actual so how, torch. So how long is the flame? Like a foot long? I don't know. He just showed the Dude, picture. So if you're an NOC going into the Smokies or and you need that torch to survive, yeah. like to that early smoker, or late spring, my, Markham hikes in jeans. I love jeans. Smokies winter. Yeah. So there you go. And that's all the news. That's not so fit to print. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Paul Mags Mignotti. Wow. All right. We got a Denver brew hike coming up. What does that really mean? What do you mean? Explain that to me. Explain it to our listeners. All what's right. It, what's so a brew hike? It's a play on the term through hike. Okay. But it's a brew hike. We're going right. brewery to brewery, but we're going to be on foot. Okay. Sounds safe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? POD, you, you have... You have created a route. You got the elevation profile. You got waypoints. You got GPS, GIS d- data sets for people That's to right. download. Maps, maps. It, the things on spot devices. That's right. It's it's. There's an app. I heard. What what else? Okay, so uh, yeah, the brew hike is next Saturday, May third, starting at one o'clock. We'll be starting at Epic Brewing Company. And we'll be hitting Epic, Stem Ciders, Great Divide, Lowdown, True, Black Sky, and finishing at Renegade. Oh, that is a Ooh, nice spot. Finishing to finish. at Renegade? Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. So, yeah, we're going to seven breweries. Uh, the route is actually closer to four miles, I believe. Whoa, dude, that's um, a big day. I was told three. Day. Yes, well, you can ride on someone's back for part of it. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Markham, are you going to be there? Um, I don't know. I'm giving a review for my high school students on that morning. Oh, I may be able to sneak away. One o'clock. Will you be done That's by one? one? Or you can one. meet us. It's possible. You can meet us at like number two or number three. Or oh, I, if, I, I want to go the whole way. Okay. I don't like yeah, to, yeah, yeah. You know. I agree. It wouldn't I don't be a blue blaze. So yeah. basically, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Wes Lloyd, who big ups Wes who Lloyd has, has guided a through hike, uh, brew hike before. Kind of like he on a Wes similar route. Lloyd, is to brew hiking what Skirka is to through hiking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I hear Wes Lloyd is going to do some guided brew hike trips. Yeah, he does guided trips. He's got the short shorts. It's awesome. Anyway, so he actually gave me the route that he used yeah. last year or whenever. And then I took that information and plugged it in. And I also consulted with our beer ambassador, Scooby. And got his take, and he also knew of some other places that might be good for what we're trying to do. 
And so they both kind of helped me put the route together. And so, yeah. Seven breweries, less than seven hours, and probably four miles. Yeah, it's going to be great. We can do it. We can do it, gentlemen. Yes, and we can. So right. here's the deal. It's a Denver brew hike. The Trail Show crew is going to be there. Come on out. I will say this. You must eat lunch before you show up. Yes. If you show up at 1 p.m. on an empty stomach and plan to go to seven breweries, you will not make it. We don't need any heroes out there. Please eat lunch. Yeah. Don't make an ass of yourself. We don't need anybody puking in a bar with a Trail Show sticker on their shirt. Eat your food. Come out. Bring you your know, pretzel necklace. We got we to got, we keep it, you know, between the lines, as they say. We can't, you know, we got to pace. It's a long-distance hike, man. Yeah. It's a long-distance brew hike. What do you got, Max? And if you do make it, ask yourself, you're the Trails and Elves group. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll pull your sticker off your shirt, and we'll throw you under the bus. We don't know this guy. At least you'll be riding the bus. That's right. You'll be riding the bus <laughs> to the police station. POD. So I'm going to be what putting else? information on our Facebook page for anybody who needs that info. It is open to everyone. Invite yourself. Invite your friends. Just don't invite your mom. Unless your mom's cool, then it's okay. And it's on Saturday, May the 3rd? That's correct. 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock, and it starts at, you said Epic? Epic Brewing Company. Okay, so here's the deal. Just like a powder day, we'll wait till one fifteen. If you're not there by one fifteen, we're gone. But aren't we having a beer at yeah, Epic? Yeah, we're having yep. a beer at Epic. That so starts at 1 o'clock. Uh-huh. 15-minute okay. beer, and then we're gone. Oh, is there some sort of a time limit at each brewery in order to make this hike in a particular amount of time? Like, what, how does that work? Do you have to get home for yard work or anything? Well, I think the well, idea course, is that, you know, we're going to seven breweries. I would say 30 minutes would be... Per brewery, and we'll probably... walking time. We'll probably get some food either at Renegade or near a restaurant at Renegade afterwards. Can I, can I drive this route? <clears throat> no. Not if you're going inside and drinking, It too. wouldn't Why be not? a hike if you drove. And it wouldn't be legal. Oh, it wouldn't be a hike if I drove, huh? So check our Facebook page, facebook.com slash trail show, for details on the brew hike. We hope to see you there. It's going to be a lovely day. Markham Carr will be in the house. He may do his Pete Rose again. We'll Woo. get to that in a bit. Um, is that it? Amazing. Anything that's else it. about the brew I hike? I think that's it. All right, we need to talk about, you were on a podcast uh, recently, that's P.O.D.? That's correct. I was on the Brewski Reviewski. Oh, uh, which is great! A, I like it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's a, it is a local podcast that is specific to Colorado, and it's only about beer. What else is there? Exactly. Apart from hiking, exactly. Nothing. So, Nothing. So uh, they had us on to talk about uh, the brew, the upcoming brew hike, and just to talk about the podcast. And I will be putting a link on the Facebook page to where you can listen to that. It's really well done, by the way, and um, the, if we could be like a tenth as professional as those guys are, we might actually be legitimate. And it wouldn't be the trail show, though. That's, <laughs> That's a good point. It wouldn't and, be. And one of the guys on that show, Connor Shreve, is actually one of my former students. Little trail show trivia. Connor Shreve actually finally taught me how to use the board uh, about eight months into us doing the show. So shout yeah. out to Connor. Woo! Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I'll put a link up so everyone can... Soundboard or Ouija? Listen to it. Both. <laughs> Yeah. Just checking. Both boards at the same time. Tell you what, let's go to break. And when we come back, we'll discuss our trail of the month, the Pacific Crest Trail.
the glass, the trail show is back. And we're here with Trail of the Month. Finally, have the Pacific Crest Trail. It was kind of the low-hanging fruit. I guess that's why yeah. we didn't get to it to now. But it's perfect timing because we got the Pacific Crest Trail kickoff coming up this weekend. And Markham Carr has it a almost like uh, well, the original mint, PCT. But, but it's in mint condition. It's the Pacific Crest Trail System marker, the uh, diamond. It's like one. the old Appalachian Trail markers, we'll, basically. We'll put a photo of that on our Facebook page. Absolutely. For those of you who can't see what I'm holding, most of you can't. Uh, <laughs> It's it's, uh, it's green, green letters, and a green pine tree, and it's a diamond about mm, five inches yeah. tall. It's pretty cool. It is cool. We'll put a photo up. Yeah. Well, Max, what is the Pacific well, Crest Trail? First, I have a, <laughs> I have a quick news that I forget that kind of segues into okay. this. Okay. So I have some bad news on a personal level. My company laid off 130 people, mm. and I was not laid off. So, so... I can't hike a great trail like the Pacific Crest Trail. Oh, Mags. I know. Damn corporate America. Uh, our condolences to you and yours. Actually, yes. I, I think you could. I could quit, but yeah. you know, a certain someone in my life wouldn't like if I just quit. That's well, true. and you don't get the severance package. Exactly. Yeah. I wanted a paid hiking vacation like oh, the Pacific man. Crest Trail, which is 2,650 miles. Nice. that goes from Mexico to Canada through three western states. California, Oregon. Oregon. In and Washington. Washington. And this is all right from the PCT page. Okay. Yeah. And that would be PCTA.org. It also yes. goes through the state of Jefferson. Don't forget about yes, that. Yes, that's true. That is not a legitimate state, <laughs> I will argue. It's a state of mind, damn it. <laughs> it is a state of mind. It starts near Campo, California, and ends on the U.S. border and goes into Manning Provincial Park in British Columbia. Yes. Wow. All right. And I did not know this. This is like the... Um, Myron Avery and Bette Mackay at the PCT, first proposed by Catherine Montgomery in 1926 and oh, wow. championed by Clinton C. Clark in the 30s. All right. I knew about Clinton Clark. I didn't know about, what's her, what's her name, Catherine Montgomery? Yeah, I didn't know about this person either. So it's kind of huh. like the Myron Avery, Bette Mackay type thing. So okay. Kind of cool. Nice. And it was one of the first National Scenic Trails in 1968, the AT being the absolute first, quickly followed by the PCT. Um, it crosses 26 national forests, seven national parks, five state parks, and three national monuments. Wow. <laughs> Can you name them all? I can't name them I can't all. Either. <laughs> I can't either. All right. Not even close. Now, this one I didn't know. Approximately 200 miles of the PCT are on private land. <gasps> really? Really? I did not know this. <clears throat> I didn't know that either. Yeah. So I <clears throat> guess with the easements, I knew some easements, and I think about it, but I didn't realize it was quite that high. No one knows how many people hike the whole trail each year. The PCTA issues more than 1,800 permits yearly for people traveling more than 500 miles. It is estimated that between seven and 900 people start through hikes each year. Fewer than half of those finish. Those statistics are better than AT starters and finishers, I think I people believe. in general are more experienced on the PCT, yeah. Yeah, just from backpacking in general or a previous through hike. Though I think those stats might change. That's just my gut feeling. After that book that D-Lo loves so much Soon to be a movie. And once the movie's out, God, those stats will change. I love that woman, and I'm like about 10 pages. I got 10 pages left in her book. <laughs> so we all know it takes roughly five months, whatever. But 5% of hikers go southbound for through hiking. That's very small. Uh, yeah. Well, I still want to guess even that much, but... You know. Yeah. Well, I think uh, as the trail gets more popular, people are looking for alternatives to you yeah. know, avoid the crowds and such. I mean, there's already been 400 people signed in, apparently, this year. That's smart, because starting late April this year, in my opinion, is a bad idea. They sh I think late March would have been a better start for this year's hikers. Yeah, I think a lot of people have. And it's a equestrian trail as well, but very few people have through-road it. Through-road. 
Yeah. So, and that's all from PCTA.org. Now, Markham, what year? Wow. Did, what year did you hike the PCT? Uh, 1999, but I only did t- the top two thirds. So I came in at Independence, where yeah. you'll remember uh, Charles Manson had his trial. But I, I digress. I didn't know he had his I trial. I did not know. See, more <clears throat> trivia. Yes. More trivia. PCT trivia here. So from Independence, you come into where Ray Lakes are. Yep. And you'll remember the bear boxes around there. I'm like, what are these for? And um, use them. Uh, and then I went all the way to uh, Canada. So. Okay. Did, have oh, you? Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So I did the top two thirds. What about the other third? Uh, I didn't find that bottom part to be very important, so I skipped it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so out of everyone in this room, Max, you didn't know two with D'Lo. With D'Lo. Okay. So M- Markham actually, he man, you saw the the trail back, you know, in the day when the it day. was real hard, right? That's but, right. It, six miles of snow, you uphill know, both ways, uphill both ways. The whole. Yeah. So did you meet? By the way, did you meet Henry Shires out there in '99? Uh, I did not. I just okay. certainly know his name. He threw hiked in '99. I'm just curious. Yeah. He met a mutual friend of ours, though. Treja. Treja was, was on the trail. Say. You met Treja? Yeah. Now? And I actually lived in North Lake Tahoe when he was there uh, with Jessica. Yeah. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. Who's in Guatemala right now? Yeah, they're in the Gu- State Department. Man, that is very cool. Yeah. Treja. Great name. Treja. Yeah. Because he had to trade. He liked to swap things. Yeah, there you go. Wives. Things, not wives. <laughs> It wasn't Utah. But so, speaking of wives, you met your, your now wife. I did meet my now wife, Mercedes, on the trail. On the PCT in 99. On the PCT. All right. I was now, hiking with, this is a good story. Do tell, please. You ready? Yes. So uh, hiking for about a month um, yeah. with uh, Ishmael and Heiko. Heiko. Heiko, great trail name, already put in as a German guy from Würzburg. Okay. And uh, so I was hiking with those two guys, and we met up with this woman, Stephanie, from Seattle. And we hiked. That was, we left the trail to go to Sierra Nevada Brewery. As you do. Do you hitchhike 70 miles to go drink beer? In, in Chico, California, In Chico, right? California. Okay. Shout out to Chico. Good Word times up. there. Yeah. It's a trail um, town, 70 miles. It's a PCT. trail town. That's a PCT trail yeah, town. Sure. Yeah. So we hiked about a month together, all of Northern California. And, uh, and, and uh, Stephanie said, oh, my, my husband's going to join us for a hike. And uh, also my friend is, Mercedes. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cool name. And, uh, and we met. That was July 31st, 1999, and got married Fall of October, or 2002. So. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, a little uh, magic was in the little air. little trail romance there. Well, I called her a trail nugget, and my friend Nick in a magazine really like that. It's trail funny nugget. because D- D'Lo has a different uh, meaning for, you know, the term trail nugget. I, I'm not saying anything, but, you know. Anyway, sorry. Can please continue with your story. And that's it. The rest is history. Okay. But, uh, but, yeah, after... After finishing the hike, uh, I was debating, do I run the Portland Marathon because it's early October and I'm in killer shape, or do I go to the Aldo West gathering in a government camp? So what did I choose? You... Hopefully the marathon. No, nah, I went to the uh, oh, Aldo God. West gathering, which was awesome. I loved it. I had a good time. Were, was cool. there drinking allowed? Um, there wasn't. We would have created the opportunity because yeah. my f- buddy Ishmael is uh, – he loves beer, maybe more, yeah. more than some of us in this room, even. No. Wow. Actually, no. Come on, man. Hey, he you... turned me on to Old Rasputin and all these other amazing beers. Okay. He just, like, you know, we, now, now are and, fabled. And, and actually, I find the rules don't matter because we've been to a couple All the West gatherings where mm-hmm. alcohol is not allowed. And Boy. I would say, no, I would say that somehow alcohol somehow appeared. Somehow alcohol appears, anyway. It's odd how that happened. Although this year they had it in a place like opposite a brewery. So there you go. Oh no, that was actually um, a the rock. rock. Oh, the rock. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but I do think I, I do think we should co-opt that idea for the upcoming Rockies Rock next year 
in Colorado. Um, we, we put it in the parking lot of a brewery. Of course. Um, you'll need a freestanding tent and an <laughs> inflatable pad, and uh, that way you can sleep on concrete, and we'll just hang out in the brewery. All right day. here at South Boulder. So that sounds Sun, great. great. A historic beer district. That's Somehow. right. Dilo, what do you think? I think that's a wonderful idea, everyone. <laughs> the Pacific Crest Trail. Some people think it's like the pure thru-hiker trail. It's not as hard as a CDT. It's not, what it's do you not, mean by pure thru-hiker trail? Well, you can just hike it. It has a nice mix of social and wilderness. As a nice I tread, with that. has Max. a nice tread. Some people love it, and some people hate it. But it's great for pack Who animals. Who hates so it? It's great. You hate it? I don't know. But I just thought I'd say that. Why? Do you really, do you know anybody that hates it? No. no. Uh, don't but, be hating I mean, on the trail. But that's what I mean by pure through. It's a nice combo of wilderness and social. It's not quite as difficult as a CDT. You can just hike and enjoy it. Uh, it's not quite as crowded as the Appalachian Trail. The, tr- the tread is nicer in general. You can keep your headphones plugged in and not get lost. You, you can wish. zone out, which it is... It doesn't rain in California. It does not ever. Except or Oregon. Snowed on us. It doesn't rain this that's year. Not, that's not rain. <laughs> or True. Oregon... Until, like, September. That's late August, September. If you're in Oregon in September, you're in a bad way. Yeah. You, you, well, you are. <laughs> you got, well, how, many month, how many weeks does it take to hike Washington? Four? About a month. Three a month? and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look what happened this year. There were rescues. And all. Yeah. I mean, I think Disco, that's your favorite of the Yeah, it's, it's the only trail that I've thru-hiked twice, and it's the only trail that I've been on thus far that I would actually consider hiking. Thrice. Thrice. In my opinion, it's like it, it's got the the best of of both. Well, actually, it's got the best of many worlds. I mean, the trails maintained; it exists. Um, there's there's not really navigation to speak of. Although I do know of people that have gotten lost. It's graded very nicely, with a few exceptions in the Sierras. Mm-hmm. And you know, like Dilo said, you can kind of just put on your headphones if you're so inclined and zone out you can do big mile days if you've you know if you were used to doing 20s on the at you can do 25 30s on the pct once you get your trail legs and as far as scenery goes i mean it's everything from the southern california desert to the sierra to the cas- the volcanic mountains in the cascade range you go as low as what less than a thousand feet along the uh, columbia river up to 13,200 feet at forester pass i mean it's just it's got everything, and it's a nice hike. You know what? One thing that you didn't mention at all that the PCT has that um, what's the, that? The AT has a lot of it too, but the CDT has just like none of it. Um, but the PCT has very good swimming. Very yeah. good swimming. Yeah, once you get to point. about Northern California, once you're out of the Sierra, you know, kind of midsummer, all of those lakes up in up in the mountains of Northern California, all the way up until about yeah. Southern Washington are warm enough to swim in. So you can take a break at lakes and, sw- and go on big swimming tours out to the middle of lakes and come back. It's lovely. And I would say, day. Yeah, I would say that um, I think one of my best nights ever on any trail was on the PCT just outside of um, Downeyville or... No, Downeyville's near Sierra City. Sierra City, yeah, exactly. Okay. No, 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 it was it was after that really hot section. What was that? Yeah, it's up near um Hat Creek. Uh, no, no, not that. Well, it's it's Castle Crag State mm. Park that area. That area, it was it was horrible. I was like, hot. we were dying. And the next day, we got up really early and we pushed real hard and we made it up to Porcupine Lake, which is oh. off trail a little bit and four thousand feet higher in it elevation. Was, like magical. It was like the night that people think you're having every night. Yeah. When you're out on a through hike, you know? You can make it that if you want that. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that the temperature difference between Costella 
and, and Porcupine Lake was about 25 degrees. Yeah. Another thing you can do on the PCT that's actually more difficult to do on the other two long trails is you can camp on top of mountains. Yeah. Because the weather is so much more stable yep. in California yeah. and Oregon in the summertime than it is in most anywhere in the in the Rockies or yeah. far more stable than the Northeast or anywhere in the yeah. East, really. You don't want to find yourself on a bald mountain in Vermont at five in the morning when the weather turns, you know, which it, yeah. Yeah. Which it can. So, But on a, on a nice, you know, bald mountain in California in the summertime, the weather's not going to turn. So you've got some really yeah. beautiful mountains you could sleep right on top of. Almost lost my mic there. One thing that the PCT has that no other trail has is uh, Casa de Luna, which uh, Joe, right. Joe and Terry Anderson uh, have this amazing hostel and mile 450-ish of the, the trail. Anybody out there hiking this year, you're going to stay at the Softleys. I know you are, and you should, but don't miss the Andersons. The Andersons, that's a whole experience in itself. Hey, big up to Joe. I hear he listens to the show. Uh, Joe, if you're listening, Mags, what do you what do you say? An episode of Justified was just filmed at Cassie de Luna. No, really? I, actually, I think I heard something yeah. about this. So, so what's the deal? Like, how? And there was one scene where one of the characters on the run from the law goes into the house and gets shot at by a granny in their house. No, she's she has a shotgun outside of their house. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we gotta watch it, man. It Lots takes forward. place in Kentucky, but it's very obviously Southern California when you watch it. Oh man, well, and that was filmed at Casa de Luna. That's. That's fantastic. And Jester is saying, how funny it would be if the old lady on the show offered this guy a taco salad. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's That'd the, the Dinsmores up in um, the Stevens Sky Pass Thomas. area. There's some amazing trail angels on the PCT. Jeez, I mean, it's just, it's a really, really cool thing because the trail's so long and trail angels are few and far between. And I know some people are, you know, morally against trail angels just like D'Lo, but, you know. <laughs> Go to the Andersons. You'll love it. It's a good time. And uh, tell It's like Joe says. Tell him the trail show said, hey. He says, Joe Anderson says there are only two types of people in the world. The kind that stay at the Casa de Luna and the kind that regret they didn't. Yep. <laughs> yep. But some people don't know about it. I know. Did Which, everybody in this room, except for Markham, who didn't hike Southern California, stay at the Casa de Luna? We did. I did. I you did? Tw- I've stayed you twice did? now, I man. Did. I it was did. very low-key at the time. I... Did not. Whoa! And you know what? I was like, I had spent three days at the Southeast. That's what happened. And I needed to, like, I was like, dude, I got to get back on the trail. I can't deal with this. Yep. And I'm, like, hiking down the trail, and there's Joe in his car driving by, and he's like, you need to come to my house. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) dude, I just spent three days at somebody else's house. I really, I I can't, man. I think I spent the night on top of a nice mountain that night. But I didn't go to Joe's house. Which you can do. Yeah. See, what people should do, they should stay one night at the Softleys. Agreed. And then you hike 24 miles, and you stay a night at the Agreed. Andersons. There's no, no, no need to spend three days at the Softleys. No, 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 no. I don't even think you, that's allowed yeah, anymore. I think there's really? a two-night limit. They're huh? getting too many people. Yeah. Hmm. So I've got a question. Please. The ominous O, is it still ominous? Uh, Se- section O? Yeah. Oh, section O. It, Up there it, by North Alaska and what it, have you. It was in 2008. I can't speak to it afterwards, but we yeah. actually got lost in section O. No. Briefly in 2008, and you know what? I got to thinking, like, because I had hiked Section Six O in 2004, it. and it was in bad shape. In 2008, it was actually in worse shape, and I was like, maybe they just don't maintain this section on purpose, just to to let you know, give hikers a reality check. And then I was like, no, 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 that's dumb. So surely they have people that maintain Section O, and 
Maybe it's just the vegetation. It just grows. I, I felt like Section O had the most poison oak of oh yes. any section yes. of the PCT. Maybe that's why the maintainers yeah. don't want to go in. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a good well point. It, I remember know? like call me Shirley. lifting <laughs> huge like vines of poison oak and stuff like with my trekking pole and like yeah, doing yeah. the limbo to get underneath, you know, and it's crazy. And then later she was like licking her trekking pole and she wondered why she her tongue like Yeah, because that's it what I crazy. do. It was crazy. Like my trekking pole. Yeah, well, know. what you Miley need to do, Cyrus. you need to eat... You know, in Southern California, you need to eat a poison oak leaf, the first one you find, which is hard because I don't think it grows down south. But you eat that first poison oak leaf, and then that will build your natural immunity to the poison <laughs> That's oak old wives' tale. Come you can on. send. Oh, man, it's a na- it's a Native American send, tradition to send, eat the first well, poison oak leaf. Well, I'm not Native American, so probably won't work of for me. the season. But you can partake in that tradition and build your immunity to the oils and You're the oak. You're gonna need oh, an ocean. God. Please send all doctor bills to Delo at thetrailshow.com. <laughs> no, no, no. You send those to Legal at thetrailshow.com. That's where you. That's where we deal with all of our um, the results Issues. of our you know. Sketchy advice. Or bad advice. So Pacific Crest Trail, it's a classic through Hikers Trail. I think we all enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, do it if you get a chance. And I would say if you want more of a wilderness experience, go southbound nowadays. 5%. Wow. Markham, do you ever see yourself doing those first 700 miles? Absolutely. Uh, when The question is when. <laughs> I'm thinking... Uh, Pack llamas or something. I'm not sure how to yeah, pull sure. it off with kids. Did, you can do the Sydney Ross thing. Yeah, Sydney Ross. Donkeys, yeah, but you mules? can't do that in the desert. Yeah, you don't want to do that. It's not good for them in the yeah. desert. I'll get camels. There you go. Camels can do it. Back to Just, camels. you know, you got it. You got yourself a couple camels. You got yourself a llamas. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along. Moving along. So if you want more information on the PCT, go to PCTA.org. Absolutely. Consider becoming a member of the Pacific Crest Trail Association. They put out a really cool magazine bi-monthly, and your money goes to help and protect the trail. And they have and a great I, website nowadays. You just revamped it in the past few months. Oh, cool. I haven't been on there recently. I'll have to oh. check it. And if you need any more um, statistics on the PCT, send uh, emails to mags at thetrailshow.com because yeah. he's got a lot of your statistics in his mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or at least on the PCTA website. He's got them all in his mind. No, don't. It's not my, it's not uh, my time, I'm, is it? It's my time, but oh. I'm, I'm using your music. my music again? I know. I'm sorry, d So it's time for the iTunes Top 5. As you all will remember, last month I put out a plea to the Trail Show Nation. I said, listen, if this segment's going to work, you have to, you have to participate. And boy, did you guys answer. We got 23 posts on iTunes, reviews of the show since the last show. Some and great, great so, so normally I just read five, but I'm actually going to read ten. Um, and I'm just going to read the first 10 um, that came right out after the show was posted. So we've got Michigan Liz. She gives us five stars. She says, look forward to it every month. The hosts are knowledgeable, hilarious, and so entertaining. And the guests are great as well. well Good no. job, Markham. Wish it was weekly. Better than cats. <laughs> Rufio. <clears throat> Rufio? Give, that sounds like a bad trail name. <laughs> <laughs> He says, or I'm, I'm sorry, it's The Dieters. He says, Rufio, five stars, great show, love listening, reminds me of sitting in camp, joking and talking about anything but gear with my hiking family. It's nice to hear jokes only through hikers would understand. It's inspired me to check out other trails and also get more involved with the through hiker community. Very happy listener. Look at that. We're, we're, we're making change for good. All right, I, I don't, this, this commenter, 
has the name Meadow Ed, but I don't think it was actually Meadow Ed. Because we need to get him on the show. Can you read it in Meadow Ed voice? Just because. Yeah, read it in the Meadow Ed voice. We got five stars. This show, like Grandma Gatewood, is a fraud. <laughs> that, that was Meadow Ed's comment. She was a different she hiked it. I think it was a different Meadow Ed than the one that hey, we know. Hey, will Meadow Ed be in the movie? Uh, he might. He was in the book. He was in the book. Gifted Fish says, outstanding show. Five stars. Well, I could do without the detailed beer reviews. Thankfully, Ooh, ouch. Thankfully, they seem to be shortening them. The trail and hiking, <laughs> the, the trail and hiking discussions make for the most enter- entertaining hike-oriented podcast on the planet. Makes me want to get out and hike each time I listen. Not only is the podcast great, but my yogurt franchise has also been very profitable. Wow. Should allow me to retire within the next few years. Their in-house legal department <laughs> made, made the process quick and easy. Good job, D-Lo. Nice. Yeah, wow, thanks. D-Lo. Thanks a lot. I appreciate the great feedback. Uh, the Good Badger says, I was told you'd have to read this. Five stars. Per the rules of the iTunes Top 5, I was promised by the good people of the Trail Show that you'd have to read this. I've instructed my lawyer to listen to future podcasts. You've been warned. This is what I'd like to say in order of importance. Number one, the show is really great. It's like if 2020, NPR, and a drunk hobo in the woods made a podcast baby. This this baby would undoubtedly be born with a grimy hiker trash reddish hue. Brillo pad-like mustache and a thirst for beers with an IBU of no less than 43. Oh, very good. Number very two, good. Chuck Norris's real name is Carlos. Okay. Okay, wow. Num- I, I number th- my people. Number three, com is a great website. <laughs> <laughs> and people who read it are better looking, smarter, and can jump higher than the average person. Statement supported only by vague intuition of this semi-anonymous reviewer. <clears throat> All right. Moving on. <laughs> Rufus says, better than cats, five stars. Better let's, than cats. Let's face it. Most of us can't get on the trail, trademark, as often as we'd like. So we're forced to sit at home drinking a liter of soda. <laughs> when you can't get on the trail, the trail show is the next best thing. You'll feel like you're lounging around a sunny summit wondering, what are those girls doing up there on this trail? That's right. Keith Gentilly says, they're real and they're spectacular. Five stars. While not a perfect companion, it's fun to think that if Jerry married Elaine and started a hiking podcast with buddies George and Kramer, that the result would be trail (laughs) show-esque. Truth is, something happens, yet so much of the TTS magic is truly about nothing. (laughs) Plus, the supporting cast of Snorkel, Scooby, Hearsay, Jester, Squatch, The Noodleheads, etc. all shine in the roles of, say... Uncle Leo, Peterman, the Soup Nazi, Babu, <laughs> Jackie Childs, the Virgin, etc. And yes, Dilo, you are nearly perfect as George, while Mags' expertise and oh-so-frequent adventures make him nearly ideal as Kramer. Serenity now. Serenity now. You know, it's funny because... hell of a review. As she's saying that, I'm looking at Dilo, and he kind of looks like George. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I definitely Dilo, look you don't like have Kramer, to take though. that, man. You don't have to take that. Um, BMDA says, awesome podcast, five stars. One of my favorite podcasts and by far the best hiking podcasts out there. Informative, entertaining, and interesting. I eagerly look forward to every new episode. All right, we got two more. C. Morris NH says, enjoy the podcast, mostly four stars. I really like the podcast, love the hiker talk, love the interviews, but the hosts do tend to ramble. Still, uh, still good and, fa- and family yep. friendly. 
family friendly? Really? Okay. Well, wow. my family no. is pretty dysfunctional, and it fits, yeah. Okay, here we go. Kirby Nip says, worst podcast. Kirby Nip? That's right. Worst podcast ever. Five stars. Listening, <laughs> <laughs> listening to these people talk will undoubtedly give you the insatiable urge to wander off into the wilderness for days on end. You have been warned. Oh, Kirby Nip. Oh. It was a trick. All right, so a that's Kirby our Kirby Nip trick. You know what? And I've got I had 13 that I haven't even got to, so we'll do 10 again next month and we'll keep going. Keep sending in these reviews. These were fantastic. This is the 23rd episode and you had 23 comments. We oh, did. Oh. We did. Look at that. And you don't realize next episode 2 years of this shenanigans. That's right. May wow. It, as it turns out, a little bit of trivia, May 11th, 2012 was the day we recorded our first show. And here we are on April 25th, almost two years later, and we're still talking about beer and nonsense. Bears, trails, and, and nonsense. nonsense. Bears, trails, and nonsense. Bears, bears, trails, and nonsense. Let's go to break, and when we come back, we'll talk about some outdoor trips of the past month and some trail tips and some shout-outs and some things of that nature. back and we did some trips this past six weeks i guess we've been gone for a little longer than a month yeah, yeah. I, I think we should start at least mention your trip we can talk about it more yeah, next so month. basically since the last show went live i've been on trail the show went live march 11th and that's the day i flew into phoenix i hiked the grand enchantment trail with my buddy skittles big ups to skittles um and i got back yesterday so took a took me just over six plus weeks i actually I'm still kind of I'm still kind of in a daze in a like post trail daze. I was on trail less than 72 hours ago, and uh, I didn't have time to like prepare a full proper recap of of my hike. So I'm actually going to defer until next month to really kind of break down my hike. But I will say just real quickly, uh, I took over just six weeks and I lost 15 pounds. That's he where has I'm no at. But Pod joined me for 130 miles. That's Legit. correct. And it was 130 of the hardest miles yeah, of I'm the entire hike. Pre- I'm actually prepared to talk about okay, my section. Okay, let's talk about your section. <laughs> okay, I hiked from Alma to... New Mexico. Yep, to Highway 59, Also in random. New Mexico. And it was about 130 miles, six days. And the first day out was like crazy, challenging, washed out trail, huge gullies and like crazy jumping down into things and around boulders and hoisting. It was crazy. And I was just like, all right, this is how it is. Like, this is the GET, you know? But it, it, it was actually our... And then it got really cold that night, and we got into camp, and Skittles and Disco were like, that was pretty much our hardest day on the trail. And I yeah. was like, oh, that makes me feel a little bit better. And, and it was P.O.D.'s first day yeah. on the trail. So, wow, basically, I was out there for six days. My first day was their hardest day. Our, my second day was the coldest day, and we went over the highest point on the whole trail. We had four consecutive coldest nights. We had four nights that were like 23, 24 degrees. Low 20s. And I also did their longest mileage day. Wow. You're trying to haze your wife. (laughs) She got... 
She and, got all that and then some. She got more than she bargained for. She, yeah, and then and it was great. I loved it. I absolutely was in seventh heaven. And I also had an allergic reaction to something, and my face <laughs> swelled up. I looked like Miss yeah. Piggy. It was awesome. It, looked, it was like the full through hike in one week. You know, that's an amazing experience. It was great. You did. You did really get a full through hike in. My in face one week's was time. crazy. Can I just say it? It looked like a Botox thing gone terribly <laughs> wrong. It was. It was so, her eyes. Her eyes were yeah. just swollen. Looked like some she got in a fight and lost. Yeah, but there was no bruising or anything. It was just like so swollen. I had to go to the doctor. They gave me a shot of something in my butt. And I took steroids for seven days. That was a vitamin shot, by the way. Was it? Well, whatever Probably. it was, it worked. Yeah, so. And I'll just throw out there that the the first full day on the trail, there was a lot of suffering that happened <laughs> that day amongst all of us. Was she yelling at you? No. No. She was no. just like, I think she was. You thought that was like yeah, how, thought, how the trail was. Okay, this is how it is. So, okay. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because, like I said, it was our hardest day up until that point. You know, she got to do it with us. It was. How'd your feet? Do I know you had awful feet problems on the CDT? Yeah, I've pretty much worked those out. I got bigger shoes now, so I'm fine. Um, I would say the hardest thing about that kind of hiking, and before I talk about that, let me just say I was actually proud of myself because we were doing 20s every day, 20 plus a couple days, and I felt fine. You, you go, know? and I I've off been, the couch. I've been you know running and trying to like Bam. prepare myself, and I felt really good, but. You know, when you hike that far, unless you've been walking 20 miles a day in the sand, it's like the balls of your feet that hurt. You know what I mean? It's just like the sand is like sandpaper on your foot every day. And and when I got back, my feet had already started to toughen a little bit. And I got that post-trail itching of the feet, you know, that you get like after you stop hiking. Yeah. It made me sad, really. The itching just made, just like was like salt in the wound, you know, like. You, you wanted the edge. You stopped hiking. You know, you're working again. She's an animal, people. So I had a great time. I loved it. We were camping together. The stars were great. And, you know, the cold nights are kind of fun because it's all and chilly in the morning. The, and the night after she left, the low temp was 53 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> we went from four nights in the 20s, a night in the 30s. She uh, rolled out 53 degrees. Yeah. But it wow. was great. I had so much fun. and. Yeah, Princess of Darkness, man. She it, brought she brought she that brought the cold. hardest yeah. trail, the coldest temperatures, <laughs> the some of the longest day, the yeah. highest peak, the longest yeah. days. Yeah, she went over Muggy on Baldy with this, which is ten thousand seven hundred plus feet high you point. Just, it was trail. cold up there, man. You crammed, as you said, a full through hike. I really one, did. One hundred thirty miles. And I the drive back, um, it was supposed to take eleven hours, but it took a little less than that. I think I did it in nine. Four stops. Two of those stops were like five minutes long for gas and eating. And the other two stops were, like, on the on-ramp for pain for, like, you know. I like your style. 50 seconds. So it was wow. great. I was super efficient on the way. I was really trying to gun it and get home before 7 p.m. You it made awesome. it, right? I did. I made it right at 7. Max, did you do anything over the last six weeks? I know you probably did a dozen <laughs> ski trips, if I had to guess. Ski. Well, I only did one. I did a sub-24-hour overnighter. S, you know, S24. Oh. On foot or on <laughs> skis? <laughs> On skis. Oh, should I shut it down, Delo? Should I shut no. it down? No, no. Okay, okay. It, it was no. the last. You asked, you okay. asked about it. I know. So it was a backpack. I was baiting. It was a backpack, though. You know, we mm-hmm. skied in. Not very long. It was Friday night. Skied in four or five miles. Made camp. Skied out. It was great. Okay. okay. Lovely. Yeah. Just a quick overnight. Just readjustment. 
Okay. Nice. Uh, Adrian and I, we went to Hoven Weep National Monument for five days. That's a that's down in Durango, right? That's past. It's right in the Utah Colorado border. Man, that's like what a seven eight hour drive yeah. from here. It was the middle of nowhere. It, yeah, it was fantastic. Oh wow. And you know, it's not. It's very much car camping. You really can't backpack. It was just really beautiful, and uh, the night sky was fantastic. And yeah, you know, and some of the best Pueblo ruins I've ever seen, and some great hiking and. And just, Very cool. Uh, just five days, a wonderful bliss. I was actually depressed Sunday night. I would be too. Oh, I feel you. I mean, I mean, I was. Uh-huh. You know, Adriana can always tell when I've had a good trip. So, the better my trip was, the grumpier I am on Sunday night. The better, the better your trip, the longer you stay up on Sunday night to like keep it going. I right? do. I went to bed at two o'clock that morning. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm serious. We, we, I'm telling you, this is a phenomenon that we need to coin a term for because it, they're I, Sunday night blues. Sunday night blues. And I always get, I admit it, I actually get very depressed on a Sunday night because I had such a good weekend, or in this case, wonderful five days in the middle of, we got to know the park staff very well, and yeah. it's, a, it's a very small national oh, monument. Mags, Sunday, no. you should be going to Mass, my friend. You don't need to be having the blues and getting <laughs> depressed. You just go to Mass, go to confessional, you'll be fine. I grew up very Catholic. It's probably the reason why the way I am. <laughs> He's got some guilt. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows I have a lot of guilt, but... <laughs> What else, man? I know you. I know that, but you've done more than two trips. And I went backpacking last weekend. I went to the Grape Creek Wilderness Study Area out of Canyon City, Colorado. It was a great early season trip. Okay. Technically, there are no trails, but there's an old rail bed that used to go through there. So it's a big use trail. It's hmm. more of a oh, fi- yeah. overnight fishing area. It was just really beautiful. Wow. And uh, just a simple out and back. Any? Were there any people there? There were. Surprisingly, is a very nice locals area. A lot of people. Uh-huh. It's more backpacking to camp and a lot of people fishing. I was the only person there not fishing. So you camped mm. with other people? No, no. I, where I hiked all the way to the end before it gets to the private property, uh-huh. uh, most people within the first three or four miles of the canyon. So how many miles do you think you hiked in? <sighs> I did about eight total. Okay. And there used to be this very small parcel of, public, of private land open to the public yeah. that connects to the parks, um, I'm sorry, the state park area in Canyon City. But people were trashing the place so that... Oh. Parts close. I can't say I blame the landowners. So you didn't. Stupid you, humans. You did, I looked at that a little bit because I've driven by that area many times, and every time I drive by there, I always look up. It's always like kind of heading back into Canyon City. Mm-hmm. So I always look to my left, and I'm like, "Wow, those those mountains look like a. Gr- they look really interesting right up there." So it, it's for those of us who have been in that area. If you're coming um, out of the wet mountains into Canyon City. It's these the are drainage. Kind of, it's kind of a drainage. These are some very like deserty looking mountains. There's no more. Uh, there's no more conifers like there are up in the wets. It's it's very barren looking mountains. But up to your left, you're like, wow, that's really interesting. What's what's mm. back there? And there are some dirt roads heading back up there, which you could just take a left turn and and start heading up. Yeah. And that's what you did. And I it's, think there's a ridge walk I've had my eye on. Yeah. in that area. Yeah, it's mm. just really it's a it's called a wilderness study area, which is different from wilderness. And yeah. you didn't because when I looked at the map on the uh, BLM site, I did notice that there were some. Dirt road, four by, four wheel drive roads, or something's it's, up high, and you didn't you didn't get up that way. No, because Temple Canyon State Park, there's no access to Grape Creek Wilderness Area because that private parcel. Okay, I came in the back way, which is the normal access point. Most of it is a easy place. To get you have to see the hand motion, folks. <laughs> we need a video. Kevin. Listeners um, can't see Mag's gesturing at all of these details. Um, <laughs> we think, can. Though. I think he burns about five times more calories <laughs> than the rest of us during these podcasts. <laughs> But uh, it's up to the last three miles are up a really rough dirt road. Yeah. You want some ground clearance. Though I did see a Chevy Cavalier 
mid nineties, just barrel up this road. Give it Whoa. up. Mm. So, <laughs> so if you don't care about it's very your car, cavalier of them. That's something Mags would have said. I'm surprised <laughs> you went there. Thank you. Wow. But uh, wow, all those people laugh. This it's just man. really because this time of the year is really difficult for me. It's uh, not ski season, even mm-hmm. though it's a lot. It's a really gloppy, wet, mushy but, snow, yeah. and the foothills, the transitional zones, you usually can't go backpacking in, yeah. except in this area. There's so. always IKEA. There's the always the gym. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got out of the gem show last weekend. Adriana, for the, our listeners, know how much I hate this stupid gem show. My wife doesn't drive, so she always badgered me to take her to the gem show in Denver. Did Did you go? Wait, no, gem, she, gem meaning G E M. Yeah, not, rocks, yeah, gem, not G J I M. That's a different show. That's uh, that's the gem show. Rock, yeah. gem, and minerals and fossils, and one of the biggest in the West, apparently. That okay. sounds. This is an annual so event horrible. for you, having to suffer through. Is that right? Oh hell yeah! It's a beautiful spring day, but a coworker is really into it, and she's saying, you know, her husband's going. I'm like, oh, good for him. I'm going hiking. So did Adriana go to the gym show? She did. I was very happy. I got to get my hiking in. She went to the oh, gym show. Very good. Everything. There, there was harmony Finally. In, the, in the Mags household. Wow. <laughs> All right. So I, I still know there's more trips. You went on more trips. I know it. Well, I wouldn't call it a trip. I spent a whole weekend getting recertified for Wilderness First Aid. Woofa. Yeah. Now, the reason why I mentioned this trip is because you can tell it's 2014. So we're doing a patient diagnosis. And, you know, the instructor, she says, I have a, you know, I'm feeling some pain in my stomach. What question should you ask? Some people ask you, dehydrated? Did you eat enough? Um, Are you going through your menstrual cycle? Very normal questions. One guy says, are you allergic to gluten? Oh, (laughs) really? And I'm like, what? Was he from Boko? I I thought there was going to be a marijuana reference there. Not yet, but... And I said, what, are you from Boulder or something? Some people laughed and he gave me a dirty oh look. Oh, wow. That was wow. really loud. Dealer, please. Fireworks. Please keep but, it down. you know, unless there's squirrels shoving bread into people's mouths, gluten allergies <laughs> for wilderness medicine? Hey, man, it's no joke. Ask Pepper about it, man. He's, he's got that I know, but Stuff. When, Stuff. when it's an emergency, <clears throat> the first thing that comes to mind is it gluten allergies. Yeah. Well, that, that's all I'm saying. You'd kind of know that, right? You'd had a slice of pizza at one point, felt a little funny. Yeah. Unless there's Maybe. like, you know, teams of squirrels shoving, you know, pizza crust into your mouth. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> what? Whoa. I wasn't expecting random. the conversation to go in that direction, but, you know. Team, the teams of squirrels or the pizza crust? Squirrels are both. very aggressive in both. Colorado. Yeah. The black right. squirrels? They are. Oh Different than the gray squirrels but back east. The actually, we, have, we have aggressive squirrels here in this in my, in my yard, but they I think that's tulips. because my neighbor feeds them. So therefore, uh, but, yeah. we, they're we, a little aggressive in attacking. I did a presentation with Snorkel at Neptune. Oh, that's right. It yeah. went very well. Snorkel is just a very good um, speaker. We had over 50 people show up. Wave hi to the in-laws who just pulled in Delo's driveway. In-laws just pulled in. We're waving hi. <laughs> and right now we're being blinded by the light. But they took pictures. Wrapped up like a deuce in the middle of the night. What does he actually say there? Like a deuce. Deuce. I thought it was a douche. Douche. No, I that douche. is incorrect, Delo. Do you the, have to? Do you have to bleep that out? No. No. Okay. I don't think so. Revved up like a deuce because it's like an engine. It's a type of uh, engine. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. That's correct. But this goes with POD. So they took photos. Uh, one of Snorkel's friends. And there's a picture of me, and the hand is blurry because I'm moving it. So take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. No that's word great. of a lie. No, no word, word of a lie. lie. And that's all the trips I've done. All right, Markham. You, you've what have you done in the last six weeks? You said some yard work. You were Delo style. What's going on? So there? March twelfth. 
my kid was born, Henry. Shout out to the future hiker. Congratulations, man. Yeah. Father uh, of two now? Father of two. So it's pretty exciting, but it's game on around the house. Oh, uh, wow. That little guy's been eating like a champ. He went up over 10 pounds in his first two weeks, which is... Nice. Sweet That's an FKT you. of some kind. Whatever sure. that those yeah. ac- that acronym man, yeah. means. Fastest you know? known time. Yeah. Fastest known time. To go over 10 pounds. He can deplete a breast very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so, yeah, but he's sleeping through the night. So my trips have been to Target for diapers. Okay. To work, driving on Earth Day from lack of sleep and ability to get my act together to get on my bike. Sorry, D-Lo. There's no excuse. There is no excuse. <laughs> oh, man. There isn't. Uh, I drive a lot. Yeah. No, I drive six miles a day. I don't feel so bad. I, I want to relay a Markham story from October of 2013. Yeah, this is a great story. Okay, story. so we got some tickets to the Great American Beer Festival last year. What was the price, heard. by the way? Scooby was the price. The, completely That's right. free. That's right. That's right. And uh, the price was right. And... Uh, if you listen to the October show, you probably heard us recap our whole... So Markham was there, and uh, man, we, we were doing real good. We were like keeping a steady pace the whole night. We had four hours of tasting. Wait, tell them the plan, what we were doing. Uh, we were hiking the AT. We were, we were southbounding the AT through the breweries. From Maine, which was amazing. From Maine to Georgia. And the way the Great American Beer Fest is set up is that you got different states that are represented. They're kind of like quarantined off in their separate regional areas. And so, yeah, we hiked the AT. We started with Maine breweries and worked our way to Georgia breweries. And we kept a good pace. And it was time to leave. And, Mark, what happened? Like, you just started running. We were doing just a little uh, <laughs> run through the crowds, a little for fun, you know. A little for fun. Showmanship. Yeah. At that point, D'Lo had snuck out. I think he had to be home. He had to okay. go to Home yeah. Depot. No, yeah. actually, actually you guys... His, his pretzel necklace no, was excuse gone. Excuse me, excuse me. You guys all just deserted me. Yeah, okay. So That's so was I happened. the only one that witnessed the Pete I Rose? Saw, I saw it. Okay, Max saw it. So, okay. yeah. so I was... was head first, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> so, so Markham Second started running, slide. and, you know... I don't know. Maybe my uh, chase response was triggered, much like a <laughs> cheetah's. And I started running, you know, right behind him. And and I guess Bags, you had to be moving fast too if you saw this happen. And he walks the, as fast as we run. And so we imagine, <laughs> if you will, we will. You're downhill skiing. You're going a little faster than the rest of the downhill skiers. So you're actually kind of slaloming and moving around them. Well, we we were we were running. And there was a kind of a roadblock of people in front of us. So Markham does this, you know, uh, this really like, man, this super, sw- super smooth, sweet cut smooth, to the right. Get my shoulder. I mean, this was straight. like, this was NFL style. He cuts to the right. And at that point, his feet, <laughs> his feet came completely out from underneath <laughs> him. And in his chest, he, he went horizontal and his chest literally bounced off the cement floor at the Colorado Convention Center and he came back up on his two feet and kept running like nothing happened. And the people that had just started to laugh, the, Markham was already gone before they had any you know chance to get like five seconds of laugh. He was gone. There was applause following me. Yeah, I just and, heard it getting quieter as I ran. I mean, I've never seen anything quite like this, man. It was phenomenal. We laughed. We cried. It was better than cats. It was better. I missed it. Beauty, I can't believe it. Yeah. You weren't running behind us. You didn't, you didn't like, I was not take running. chase. No. For, forget about the great beer I drank there. The one thing I remember from the 2013 GABF was Markham's 
Pete Rose bounce off the convention floor. It's true. He does talk about it a that. lot. Good. That uh, warms my heart. <laughs> I hope you'll be joining us again this October for the same brew fest. If there is a ticket for completely free, I would be interested. Uh, okay, sweet. We'll have to see what we can work out with uh, our friends that are, you know, in high places. What else are we talking about? Dilo, what have you been doing over Trips. the last six weeks? Trips. Um, moving rock, mulch. I noticed some things have been planted out in your yard. Some lovely tulips. It looks a lot of tulips. A lot of tulips in the backyard. It looks lovely. Those tulips are actually from last fall and the year before that. But uh, he planted let's see, them. I, I actually went on a skiing trip. What? With Mags. Oh, that's right. We, we went, went on a we day did, trip. We, we went on a day trip. We did some skiing. We did. It was actually the last. Oh, do that on my tour. Of the year. We usually crack beers on Mike, but next time. <laughs> is, that, is that the bush tall boy that you got there? <laughs> That's the refresh, man. Wendy, Leo, and I also went on a ski trip last weekend. We yeah. did, yeah. We, went, we did a little snowboarding up at Cobber Mountain. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Was this Leo's first snowboard? Leo did not do any snowboarding. <laughs> Leo just kind of hung out and looked at uh, dogs, <laughs> people on skis, yeah, and uh, snowmobiles. How old is the boy? Just under two. I think it's yeah. time to get him on a snowboard. He, he likes he likes to watch uh, snowmobiles go up and down the the groom trails. That's really fun for him. Oh, yep. Okay. And uh, next year's his year. <clears throat> That's right. I, I It'll plan- be snowmobile. I planted a tree. I have some other things I plan to plant this weekend. I put some tiles on my fireplace. Oh, that's an indoor project. Yeah, it's an indoor project. Yeah. What, what else did you do, man? <laughs> What other projects? See, I think I probably changed some diapers. Hey, I did that. Yeah. Wow. I changed some probably. I probably walked up. I probably walked up to the playground half a dozen times. Okay, that's enough. Tell me about the playground. Wow, that's Uh, exciting. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Tell me about the playground, man. Mailbag. (laughs) We got some mail this month. No trail tip? Oh, is it? Did I skip something? You, All right. We, your trail tip. Three, man. two, <laughs> one. And now it's time for Disco's Trail Tip of the Month. All right. I've actually got a four bagger. Uh, I you wrote down. Save some of those. I wrote down a few. Well, I got plenty more. It's okay. just that I had some really good things that happened to me on the 750 miles of hiking I just did, and I wrote down four. So there's a phenomenon called trail town amnesia, and I need to speak about it right now. (laughs) So what happens is when you're walking, you think about all the things that you need to do when you get to the next town. And as soon as you get into the next town and you get that first bit of fried food, a couple of bez, your eyes start to glass over, you go to your hotel room, you watch TV, Dog the Bounty Hunter's on, and you completely forget. <laughs> you completely forget everything you thought Dog about the on trail. You, you forget have access to chocolate as much yeah, as you Yeah, chocolate, want. beer, fried food. You just mm-hmm. you veg out. You can't. And then as soon as you get back on trail, you're like, oh, crap, I forgot. This is, so here's what I'm going to recommend. A pen, perhaps, a piece yeah. of paper, yeah. maybe your audio recorder on your phone wait, or wait, whatever. Wait, not even that high tech. What if you just write down? Yeah, a, you write it down. I think there's a name for this. What is it called, dude? It's like a, um, it's a is it a to-do list? Yeah, it's a to-do list. Thank yeah. you, Dilo. I would encourage, especially in camp at night, you're done for the day, you've thought of all these things you need to do, write it down, put it on a sheet of paper. Then when you're eating your fried chicken and drinking your bae, 
you can sit there and look at your paper and be like, oh, so I do need to go get insoles for my shoes. So I do need to do laundry. So I do. Yeah. What do you got there, D-Lo? I have a to-do list. He's got a to-do list right here. It's a honey-do list. Listeners. We'll put this on our Facebook page. It's D-Lo's honey-do list. It's going to be wonderful. It's a to-do list. Can you read one of the items? Just for a grace. The trail show at 7 p.m. That's not to do. That's to enjoy. No, this is no, this is to do. Man. You know what? You failed at that. Wait, because no. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, bring, we started eight. We, we started man. eight. Actually, this is a. Here we go. Bring home headphones. Bring, print trail, the trail show document. I did just that. I did both of those things. But I thought Max prints the document. I, I printed one anyways, just in case Max didn't. So buy confusing. shrubs. Buy soil. Oh, All right. Tip number two: <laughs> the trekking pole water bottle. This applies mostly to western trails. We encountered a couple of water sources that were actually cisterns in the ground, and the water level was six feet below the ground for the first one and 18 feet below the surface of the cistern for the second one. Damn. Yeah. The question is, how do you get water? Wait, who jumped into the 18-foot below There was the no ladder. Cistern? We thought about... I so mean, did somebody jump? Did you no. lower down a cup or some sort of water yes. device? So, so with the six-foot one, I, I extended my trekking pole as far as it could be extended, I attached an empty water bottle on the end of it with some rubber bands, and I would lower it down, fill it up with water, bring it up, and we'd, we filled up you know, bigger bladders with that. Now, the 18-foot depth was a different animal. What we've noticed is a lot of these defunct windmills, there's lots of PVC pipe laying around all over the place. We happened to find a 20-foot long piece of PVC that was laying around. <laughs> I can see where this is going. Yep, and we call it fishing for water. Attach an empty bottle to the end of the 20-foot-long PVC, fish it down the cistern hole into the water, bring it back up, do that a, you know, a bunch of times, and you got all the water you need. Pretty wow. cool. Yeah. Wow. Or maybe you can pack your own 20-foot-long PVC. That's what I was <laughs> now, say. that's another option. That's totally what I was going to you know, say. You, know? you could pack your or, own. Or you know what you could do in a more realistic manner is let's mm. say you have some parachute cord. Yeah. Right? You attach oh, yeah. that to some, your bottle and yep, lower, lower it down. down using a parachute cord if yep. you're doing any bear bagging or anything like that. Yeah. I want to talk about sleeping comfortably. Okay, it's kind of tough on trail sometimes. You got a real thin pad underneath you. Maybe your thermorest got a hole in it. You got, you know, what we noticed, especially in western trails, is that there's lots of cattle around. Sometimes those cattle congregate in troughs in uh, certain areas, and if the poop is old enough, it actually is. It's kind of tall, cushiony. It's kind of cushiony. It's dry. It doesn't it smells stick fine. to you. It's so. Dry. There were multiple nights that I camped in um, essentially cattle areas on top of like 12 inches of dry cow poop, and it was some of the best sleeping I ever had. And did you know that that's actually a um, a post-Native American kind of uh, wilderness technique that a lot of our um, (laughs) gauchos, that a lot of gauchos, American cowboys used? They would actually sleep on, they would pile up dry cow patties and sleep on them because You're, of the insulating effect. They would also actually bury themselves in cow patties no, come, because Dilo, they kept get, them warm. Get out, man. These are cowboys. No, they don't, no, they're no, not no. worried about being no, stinking. They're they're not worried about you haven't heard this, Max. Care. I know you can back me up on the historical They would use buffalo, what they used to call buffalo chips later, chips. cow patties, yeah. to make fires. This yeah, is true. Well, now I know fuel. that. But Dilo is saying that they've... <laughs> The dung house, not so much. Yeah, he's out of his mind. All right, tip number four. The dung teepee. Um, I want to talk about water <laughs> filtration and, and tea. So some of your finer tea bags are actually nylon mesh. Oh, yeah. And what I've found is that if you want a good pre-filter 
you know, some of us in the room don't care about drinking water that looks like chocolate milk. Filters? Um, what is this filter? You yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> some, you know, some bandana work. Uh, uh, Markham is, says a sock will work, but I prefer a, a nylon mesh tea bag. And all you do is just, you know, go buy some fine teas at your local tea establishment, cut the tea bag at the top, dump the tea leaves out, and you've got a perfectly good Whoa. pre-filter for your water filtration. Did you use that on this last hike? Used it every day. Legit. Yeah, it keeps the floaties out. It doesn't keep like fine silt out and that kind of stuff, but it will extend the life of your water filtration device if you're carrying one. And even if you're not, say you're chemical treating, it, it, your water's just a little less gritty. You know, those are all great tips. And, and you know what? That's actually Disco. all of <laughs> Mailbag. All right. The first one is from Mr. Andrew Lickman. Of course, he's the Mr. F um, Inman 300 himself. The eye Wait a minute. I thought his name was Bob. But he was one of the people who helped our making oh, the room. okay. Snorkel mentioned okay. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, and he, this is what he wrote So us. he listened to the Inman, the I'm on 300 show, as D-Lo called And it. he wrote us, and here's what he wrote. Wow. Oh, wow. Because about 20 new stair streets have been added to the I'm on 300. <laughs> oh, nice pull, Max. Thank you, thank you. Since Snorkel's FKT... We expect her to return to L.A. soon to set a good new FKT by creating a new route, which includes those additions. Oh, wow. In the Trail Show's podcast about her current FKT, there is some confusion about a couple of things. First, although there are differences in definition among outdoor stair fans about what counts as a stairway, the Ibon 300. <laughs> nice. D-Lo is giving you a run for your money. Today. I know. Very epic. Only, only counts each stair street. A public path with at least 10 steps connecting two streets. The definition is the only one which would accommodate a through hike without backtracking. Hmm. Yeah, they're very serious about what constitutes a stair street, I guess. Second, unlike the Continental Divide Trail, the lack of one, and this is his emphasis, official route, does not mean there can be no true FKT for the... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just reading what you Yeah, (laughs) D-Lo. For the Ibon 300. (laughs) The FKT for the Ivan 300 <laughs> will be the fastest time to play the game to dispatch all the qualifying stairs, up or down, but not both, because that's prohibited backtracking, regardless of route. The completion for this FKT might contribute to the Ivan 300, eventually becoming a popular destination for world's best endurance athletes. In the meantime, it is merely a through hike with the best food. Wow, Andrew Lickman, ladies very and nice. gentlemen. That so was very nice. The yeah. man himself. So thank you for listening. Thank you for the feedback. Yeah, yeah. we appreciate the it's clarification. Brilliant. All right, this is from Stancy Duhamal from our, uh, our podcast page. Okay. Sean Gobin rocks. Thanks, Trail Show, for having Sean on to tell a story of Warrior Hike, the program he started to help his fellow servicemen and women transition from combat to civilian life or to address issues of PTSD by through hike in the 18 2013. Expanding the program this year to our three long-distance trails, he's going to be one busy Marine watching out for his peeps. So we got a lot of good feedback on that show, so I'm glad yeah, we could. that was great. That, that's nice. In a quick update, um, I was actually listening to one of the recent episodes of the Pox and Puss podcast, uh-huh. and they informed the world, I guess, that the 84-year-old World War II vet that started the trail as part of the Warrior Hikes program didn't make it that far. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Oh, sorry. And he would have been the oldest guy to through-hike the AT, um, but unfortunately, he didn't. Uh, he was, wasn't able to continue his hike. 
the other thing that happened is while I was on the GET, all the CDT warrior hikers started down in Hachita. Oh, nice. Northbound. I think there were six of them. And, and there was actually, um, it was in a local newspaper in Socorro, and it had a photo of all of them, and they were just getting going. They're still in New Mexico right now, probably wow. not even halfway through New Mexico. So those guys are off and going. And I guess the AT guys started on um, St. Mar- Patrick's Day. Yeah, mid-March. Yeah. And, the and P- I'm not sure about the PCT guys. I haven't probably seen this kickoff week. Probably the kickoff, yeah. but I don't know. But I'm glad we could do a small part to help. So that's, yeah. Yeah. that's really cool. Uh, just Bill from White Blaze. A good show. Snorkel is a good fit in there. Congrats on picking a book sure enough that everyone could finish could finish it. It's impressive how published author Disco can read so fast. Since it'll be a TS break that will be helpful that was helpful that Disco warned us all to take our time with the show during the last line of the show. So he's thanking you for the you know, the warning. Pace yourselves. Yeah. What's we, over, but sir? here's a great line. Even though D Lo yeah. can't stay awake for it, no complaints you guys stick with the long shows. Oh uh, yeah, nice. I think our last show was the longest show we'd done. Two today. hours seven minutes. Yeah, yes. it was an FKT for the trail show. Not that I'm no, no, it was the L- no, 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 it was LKT. Uh, yeah, it was the longest known time. That's right. Sorry, the Warrior Hike founder was interesting. Or maybe guy. that'd be the slowest known time. The SKT. Uh, yeah, uh, sounds like this this year's crop is set, but I'll try to remember to poke on the Facebook page in the fall. I didn't realize they Can did so much Can you still poke people on Facebook? I don't oh, know. I forgot. I was like, what does that mean? Don't Can you? poke yeah. me, please. I, you used I, to be able yeah. to do that. I don't what know is the point of it? I don't know. Just don't, call them. Don't tread on me, d There you go. Don't poke uh, me. This d-lo. is from our good friend Potato. Oh, the, our, our um, beer uh, consultant. Beer analyst. Is it Potato? Disco. Thank you guys for the shout out on the March show. Was listening to it while I was out hiking and could not stop laughing. I'll definitely accept the title of the Trail Show Bear Analyst and continue tracking the bears, I mean bears, throughout the year. You know how hard it is for me to say that? Bears. Bears. Bears, I mean bears. I mean bears? No, I'm talking about the bears that are out in my backyard. I'm trying to track them. That's right. The bears, the bears, the bears. Unfortunately, my PO did not accept the bear list as acceptable community service hours. So I'm I'm back to picking up garbage along the interstate. Oh, well. I guess it's almost like a trail. <laughs> Keep up the great work, everyone. Thank you for the awesome show. There are white blazes. And thank you, True. Potato, for tracking our bears. That's right. All right. This is for Mayor Trevor McKee. Dear Trail Show, you guys rock my podcast world. I pushed through some serious chafing in a 100-mile PCT warm-up in SoCal a couple of weeks ago by listening to your trail and bear banter. Devoured a handful of episodes, but saving the rest of my thru-hike starting in nine days. So he may very well be on it right now. Yeah, I think oh, I bet he is. Goodness. Don't worry. I have Vagisil for this round. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for oh, making man. me laugh out loud in the middle of nowhere and daydream about beer when the going gets tough. Wish a show was more than once a month. Crickets? Crickets. Oh, wow. And our, our last one, this is from, and I apologize for mispronouncing it, Michael Jörkenstam okay. from Sweden. Oh, it's an international yes. listener. International. And this is actually from a donation. But he gave this wonderful comment. Hmm. He said, just a small contribution for your Cuban fire-lined titanium torch lighters and ultralight down insulate 100% cotton hoodies. (laughs) (laughs) I love cotton on the trail. Yes. Oh, man. Thank you, Michael. You guys are totally awesome. We drew a little heart thing. Okay. Oh, a little heart thing. Yeah. Very cool. Some We're happy to have uh, Swedish I, I, listeners. I actually sent some stickers to Sweden there. Wow. No much, way. And he, he posed it with our stickers. How much did that cost? A pint. I don't remember. A couple bucks? Much. Three dollars? No. It's, it's out of the budget. Not even? Yeah, it's it was way. under two. Oh, wow. We, the, yeah. the accountant approved it, right? 
Yeah, well, we sent it to Buck Thirty, and, and he yeah. he actually said no more international postage. Um, we can't afford it, so okay. But we're gonna that funnel, was the last one. We're gonna funnel some more through our slush fund that Buck Thirty doesn't have access to. Okay, oh, good, good idea. Good, good yeah. idea. By the way, Buck Thirty started the GET three weeks after we did, so he's currently somewhere in the middle of the Gila wilderness, uh, crying the blues. And I left him a package at Highway Fifty Nine. I built this cairn. We'll see if it's still there when he oh, gets wow, there. Cool. Yeah. With some treats. A special Speak, treat. Like Speaking treats. of the Gila, I forgot to mention this. Fire restrictions on the Gila already this year. Oh, geez. Of course. So, yeah, it's, I, it's the new Western norm, I'm afraid. Mo- most of the Gila's already burned. But, wait, uh, wait can we, <laughs> should we segue into uh, well, your musings, media mags? Is it, is it Are time you done? For, yeah. Let's well, no, no, no. We got to talk about donators. Oh. Yeah. Come on, Dilo. I thought that, I thought that Western Rivers. New Western Once norm. again, Dilo can't read. Follow the oh, syllabi. Please, please give me a break. Dilo, when the please. hell do we ever do things in the order we that are on this do. sheet of paper? We always do. No, we don't. We totally All don't. right, donations. <laughs> because if we did, all right, you're right. There are donations. Right no, there, we right don't. Now. So we donations. Don't. Joey Ritchie, Scott Hayden, Ray DiCaccio. Ray DiCaccio, a bowl of a pasta as big as your head. Fusilli, fusilli. He's on the PCT, and it comes from Attleboro, Mass., which is just north of where I grew up. Eating a bowl of pasta as big as your right. head, Mags. Of course, Michael, you're can stomp. He's probably having yeah. a Caesar salad right now. <laughs> I actually told Disco that DiCiaccio had donated while we were on the, on the GET, and he kept he went off. He had a little rant. <laughs> hey, man, Ray's a repeat offender. DiCiaccio. We, we got nothing but love for Ray. That's right. Is that, he, he is did that him knocking on the door right now? I yeah. think so. But, you know, it's really cool. He did the Sierra High route because of our show. He did. Did he? Yeah. Oh, he was that guy. Yeah, he was. Wow. Yeah. So we're not completely about DiCiaccio. And Ray is a big name. In the Diane Pinkers, world. again, she signed up for our automatic donation program. And, of Diane. course, the... Bobby Walters. Wow, Bobby Walters. Bobby Walters. You've outdone yourself again, <laughs> man. Right. Um, listeners, if you're wondering, if you sign up for an automated donation pro- uh, program, your monthly donation will probably go up by about 10% every month until you don't realize it anymore. <laughs> Just want to let you know, so if you see your monthly donation cost rising every month, don't worry about it. It's all part of the package. <laughs> So feel free to sign up for our monthly donation program. We would appreciate it very much. Thank you very much. Send all inquiries to illegal at the trailshow.com. Did you say illegal? Illegal. <laughs> Is that our bilingual department? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's for information about immigration and other uh, issues. Okay. So I tell you what. Let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to get right into Mag's Media Musings. Woo! Fifty-four feet above sea level. It's the Trail Show, and this month's Trail Show is sponsored by the May third Denver Brew Hike. All of us here at the Trail Show will be heading out for a three-mile brew hike in downtown Denver on Saturday, May third, at one p.m. Starting at Epic Brewing Company, you are cordially invited to hike along with us. We will be on foot and plan to hike to seven breweries. 
Check out our Facebook page for details. www.facebook.com slash the trail show. Invite yourself. Invite your friends. Invite your roommates. Just don't invite your mom. And if you're listening right now, I will be running shuttles on that brew hike <laughs> up and down the four-mile <laughs> length so that if the four miles is too much for you or you may have had too much to drink, I can drive you around in Denver. <clears throat> Don't worry. This I'm is a good, disco. I'm a good this is Dilo's idea of fun driver. on the edge now. Okay. Yeah. Legal at the trail legal, show. Does not condone this. Legal at the trail show for complaints and hate mail. And please go ahead and send Dilo some. Okay. <laughs> Mags Media's music. Did, did we have music for this or no? No, we don't. Okay. That's okay. Wait, okay. wait. What if we just went into like sometimes a river runs high? Can you delete that? No, 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 I like uh-uh, it. When no, man. Dilo, what a- Sometimes a river runs dry. Summertime has no, no, that's come and gone. gone. That's I know, song. I know. I was just, it made me think of that yeah. song. Or that song. perhaps rolling down the river. Rolling. Rolling. Rolling down the river. Rolling down a river. I'm going to delete all this. All right, Max, please. Uh, all right. What do we watch this month? So between you know the drought in California and your recent trip near the Colorado Plateau, I'm thinking rivers. Mm-hmm. In particular, the Colorado River, which more than any other river defines the West, in my opinion. So we watched a documentary called Remains of a River. And it's basically a through hike, but more pack rafting and kayaking, and kayaking form. Mostly kayaking. There, yeah, they, it seems like there was pack rafting at the beginning and right at yeah. the tail end. And they started at the source on uh, the green up in the Green River, up Wind in the River, Wind River Range. Range. They hiked down to it, then pack rafting. They went to uh, the remains of it, hence the title, in Baja, California. I was floored at how many times, you know, they came to a dam, had to be portaged around, shuttled around to the base of the dam, continued, come to the next dam. Go around next dam, and it was it, like well, this geez. is post nine eleven, so security is a lot. Yeah, there's this very well known book called River by Colin Fletcher, who did more or less the same thing with a more traditional raft, mm-hmm. and he was able to paddle through. Um, he didn't have to portage. Okay, how how do you not have to? I mean, what do you like throw yourself over the edge of the dam? I mean, how? no, but there's a lot more restrictions. There was those big signs, do not enter. Yeah. Like he was got permission to pat, paddle through certain parts of the dams that they had a hmm. totally portage around now. Hmm. Like, I mean, he may have portage a bit, but nowhere as restrictive as 2013 yeah. is when this was filmed. No word of a lie. But I mean, I thought it was a pretty interesting documentary. And it just shows you how depleted the Colorado River is by the time it gets to Mexico. I mean, it was. Calling the yeah. rivers um, very generous at that point. It was, and, and like you said earlier, it is. It's a river. It's a kayak trip, but it is kind of a through hike or a through paddle, if yeah. you will. They had all their own gear. They a couple friends met them here and there. They were supplied in towns. And, and actually, at the very end of the trip, they had backpacks because the Colorado River, as it turns That's out, true. almost yeah. disappears before it reaches the sea. No, if, if I may. However, it oh, just had welcome. reached. Do you know this? I had. Ju- I was about to say uh, this. I think you're going to go where I'm going. No, yeah, go ahead. I'm going where you're going. Actually, go, go finally, ahead. it actually reached the Sea of Cortez, right? Yeah. Well, actually, what happened this year in Mags, I'm surprised well, you didn't talk about well, this. I'm actually it, a little upset that you didn't talk about this. <laughs> I was going to save it but for this. The, but for, you were going to save it for. Oh, okay. Never mind. But I'm go sorry. go for it. Really? I don't I don't hey, have the sp- details. Spit that you it out, somebody. Go for no, it. Go good for Lord. it. All right. I'm gonna say I'm not who the I'm not sure who the organization was that let the water go, but they let the water go and actually simulated a spring flood, spring flood yeah. through that area of Mexico to the Sea of Cortez to 
simulate what would naturally happen were there no dams, were they not feeding oh, really? all the reservoirs and directing the water to their urban areas of Southern California and Arizona. Hmm. So they actually allowed a pulsating flood to come through that area. And it was actually the first time that many of these areas had seen years water in decades, I think. You know, the film focuses on the two guys, Will Stoffer Norris and Zach Podmore, who actually filmed and and did the through paddle. Um, great, great guys, by the, the way. Very fun to watch. They are very guys. fun to watch. They, it's about a 45-minute film. It's so on it's YouTube. A, it's on YouTube. It's free. Uh, we'll post a link on our Facebook Already and done. Twitter page. Very, done very, and done. It was cool. very fun to watch their frustrations, too. You know, like yeah. these guys started to lose it. They were just like, talking to themselves. Well, and they started out. in late fall and paddled through the winter. Well, I mean, yeah. dude, they were hiking up in the Wind River range, like up to the highest point, some high point in the in, Wind River. In like late fall. Some some pond in the Wind River at like 11,000 feet of that snow. feeds the Green River, right? Like, okay, have fun doing that. That's know? right below, I believe, that's right below Knapsack Coal. Yeah. What was yeah. the name of that lake? Um, Peak Lake, is it? I, I don't know. I, it's actually. on the tip of my tongue, but it's right below Knapsack Coal, which is an alternate route on the CDT, which many of us have gone through. So I recognize the lake they were at. Okay. I was, I'm was. i surprised they didn't actually post the name of the lake, but maybe they're trying to kind of keep it incognito. It's not incognito. I mean, it's I, like I one, of the, it one of the headwaters of the Green River. Yeah. It's not really like incognito. Yeah, it's right below Knapsack Coal, which is extremely well known. Now, interestingly enough, they started in the Wind River and went down the Green River to where it met what was formerly, what is now known as the Colorado, which yeah. was originally known as the Grand. Stealing trivia from Mags, like I know, like... Like yeah, you know your stuff. Right. Yeah, right? It's you know? true, because it was a point of boosterism where they renamed the Grand River, hence Grand Lake, Grand Junction, yeah. to Colorado River. And it was political, too, to get some water rights. But the true source of the Colorado River is not what we call the Colorado now. It's really the Green River. If you go to the confluence of Canyonlands, you can actually see the merging of the two rivers. Markham and I did it together. We could actually see. It was awesome. You could actually see what's called the Colorado River go into the green. The green river and the Colorado below are the same color. Actually, that was one of the most interesting things about that film for me because I have hiked to that um, overlook of the confluence in Canyonlands. And to see those guys at the bottom, you know, like a couple thousand feet below the high point up there on the eight-mile round-trip hike, it's like, whoa, that's... That's a different view of the yeah. same thing that I was looking at. So that was very interesting for me personally. And I think many of us have hiked along rivers and certainly crossed it, but to actually travel on the river is something I've never personally done. I think it'd be me a, either. I think it'd be a great way to understand our ecosystem that I've more visited as opposed to traveled on. Markham, you got some deets? I got some deets. Uh, 1998 was the last time the river stopped reaching the sea. Wow. Wow. It's a long time, people. It is a That's long time. That's a really time. long time. 15 years. We're uh, draining the resources out here in the West. A little and, bit. That's and because Dila does so much landscaping on his yard. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. And he's got to water it all. And I, I know we've mentioned this a few times about the droughts in the West, but again, being in the West, we're just so dependent upon the Colorado River, so many things. And yeah. living in the Front Range here, I guess I'm part of the problem. You know, drawing water away and such. Yeah, and, and they they specifically mentioned Colorado's Front Range in the Denver area. And, yeah, so uh, I'm I'm part of the problem. I'm a little hypocritical, but it's just a really great documentary. Beautiful which, scenery, beautiful story, and just very thought provoking. I thought. Now it wasn't all butterflies and rainbows. Pod had some beef with the movie, so we should talk about that real quick. Pod beef away. No, I thought it was a really great film. Max, look look at me. I am. Just... Don't look at what's going on over there. It's a monkey trying to use a human tool. <laughs> it's like on Zoolander when the when they were trying to get the files out of the computer. Why That's D-Lo trying to open this beer. That's exactly what's going on. 
Forgot. Anyway, um, I thought the, the film was great, and I thought the content was awesome. I just felt like sometimes I was getting a little preached at, and I think that they were really passionate about the problems with you know water usage and stuff, but I guess I feel like sometimes you have to let the, the scenery and everything speak for itself instead of like preaching to your audience. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. That's yeah, all. I think that's a fair criticism. I, I, I didn't really notice it as much as you did, but... But I'm a little more judgmental and critical than most people, so... Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's not just your fault. It's collective. I'm good, thank you. Fault. No, I think it's just your fault. Yeah. It's, it's P.O.D.'s fault. We've got a link up it's on yellow. our Facebook page. Go check out the movie. It's Remains of a River by Will Stoffer Norris and Zach Podmore. 45 minutes. It's free. The price is right. You'll enjoy it. Go check it out. Mm, that's All right. Saison is very good. This is perfect. Let's go right into Ask a Hiker with Dilo. Dilo, please. I'll read his questions for him. Oh, wait a minute. Dilo, what? you're not ready? This is your segment. I, I thought you'd be ready by now. D- Dilo. D- Dilo? Has anyone seen Dilo? I'm almost back, everybody. Has anyone seen Dilo? I'm almost here, but I don't have my headphones D- on, so I can't. Dilo, are, are you ready to to do your segment now? I am. Wait, are we done with the ma- the musings of Media Mags? We are. Segments make me think of hiking. All right. True. You got some questions this month, I do. Dilo? I have three questions. Mark Kenyon writes by email. I'm not asking for a gear review, just a question on technique. I saw Disco using a filter pump on the walkumentary oh. and heard good things. But a friend just started raving about this squeeze filter. What's the easiest for lo- solution for those of us who don't want to dip and sip? Mag style. For, first, can I speak to the whole pump filter he saw on the walk? Sawyer squeeze. That was not my filter. That you was can speak. P- you that can was, speak. It was P.O.D.'s filter. I used it once on the entire hike. I don't. Uh, we all saw that. You happen. operated it once, but you drank filtered water from it more than once. Countless times? I don't condone, endorse, or recommend pump filters. You Unless can go, you can get your wife to carry it for you. You can go much lighter these days. Yeah. Do not purchase so, a pump So filter. I think that's what Mark's asking. What? Inline Sawyer filter is yeah. what you want. And, okay. I, and I would actually, and I can speak from a recent trip that I went on that was 750 miles long. I can't recommend the Sawyer Mini. I would actually get the bigger inline filter, the Sawyer 3-in-1. Um, the output is higher and it Actually, in my experience, it takes longer to clog and slow down. Inline sawyer filter. You can get them at Walmart, Amazon, everywhere. They're cheap. Yeah. Or, or you could just dip and sip and toughen up your That's gut. That's right. Or Next use Aquamira. Toughen up your gut there, boy. <laughs> I like Aquamira myself. You know, yeah. we yeah. used to use Aquamira, but the thing is you got to wait. Oh, who so cares? so annoying. you got to wait. I'm telling you, or man, once you have the inline filter, minutes. it's like a life changer. You or can you can use iodine. Days. Instant. You have to wait for iodine, too. <laughs> not, no, you don't. not if you're mags. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to wait for any of those chemicals. Bleach is five minutes. I give it. You know, oh, it's man. fine. You're, all, you're supposed to wait Whatever. for all Just that Just yogurt in town. Just dip and sip, man. Toughen up your gut. Toughen up your gut, <laughs> Next boy. question. Jay Corbett writes from Facebook. Hey, guys, I will be teaching summer school in 2015, which leaves me a hiking season of June 27th through July 29th. I'm thinking of doing my first thru-hike, the Colorado Trail. Yeah. Is this feasible starting in July? Your thoughts? Thanks. Mags. Oh, heck yeah. Okay. 
No, but I mean, July is a great time to start, especially this year, the higher snowpack in this yeah. area of Colorado. I started June 28th when I set out on my three acre yeah. of the Colorado Trail. And July's fine. And four weeks is a good pace without yep. being overly killer. Just, That's right. Just don't spend a lot of time in towns. Keep a consistent pace going all day. Have a and great time. I would just say about July, just keep an eye on those clouds. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it yeah. can start to get a little gnar, gnar, gnar. So yeah. just keep John. an eye. Keep an eye on the data book. It's not you gonna. Know? It's not gonna start to get a little narnar. It's gonna be a little yeah. narnar. So just yeah. if in the uh, San Juans, especially Jay, Jay, if you do not live in Colorado, be warned that it thunderstorms every day. One o'clock, roughly up high, and it's really scary. And you don't want to be above tree line when the heavens come crashing down. No, on you. it's scary. Pick up Trauma's book and study the clouds. And if I may, section. I'd recommend Jay getting the Colorado Trail data book which you can find from the Colorado Trail Foundation. And also, Yogi's Colorado Trail Book for planning. It's uh, got all your resupply, strategy, info, and preparation, and what to expect. Check that out. But basically, I think Colorado Resupply, the last I knew, was quite easy. There is it is. Only, it is. Um, you can buy food in almost every town on the CT. The even, place, even Twin Lakes? Yeah, but that yeah. stuff's all... Well, like, Twin Lakes, you wouldn't want to buy like, food, correct. No. That's yeah. like all from Dude. like somebody's... Twin Lakes, Twin Lakes is a good place to hitchhike into Leadville from. I've got a whole new perspective on buying food along the trail oh. after the GET. Wow, maybe we'll hear about that next but month. You will. Hike, hiking in July, though, you're going to hit peak wildflower season. That's true. It's going to be gorgeous. Markham, what, you raised your hand over there, I, sir? I raised my hand, so... Mercedes and I hiked Colorado Trail in 07, before we moved to Colorado, actually. You did the whole thing? Uh, we did all but the last 70 miles. We got pushed off oh, from, Silver guess Hill. what? Snow. Lightning. Oh. Yeah. We jogged four-mile-an-hour pace on Snow Mesa. So, um, yes. Uh, it was crazy, and people were, like, casually walking up, and these st- clouds were building, and it was, uh, oh, man. It was uh, you could just watch the clouds build from 9 to 10.30 a.m., and then... Whoosh, I mean, yeah, you know, it's crazy. I had my worst lightning moment on the Colorado Trail on Snow Mesa. I should have been in a lightning safe crouch position, and and you were high tailing. Th- there's nowhere to hide. There's no, no trees. You're no. above tree line, and there was lightning within a mile of where we were. And I was, you know, if I'd been Catholic, I would have been doing my Hail Marys and, and such yeah. things. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. <laughs> exactly. Hail Mary. So yeah, so instead of finishing from Hallowed be thy name from uh, Silverton south to Durango, we decided to go to the Grand Canyon and hiked. Oh, nice! Uh, from the North Canyon down, dropped it down to uh, Cottonwood, I think, and camped there. And huh. anyway, so we salvaged the trip. But I still, thy I kingdom this, come. I'm like a serial non. Thy uh, will be done through hiker finisher. Yeah, well, two thirds the PCT on earth as in heaven. Shut up! Deep. Keep shutting up. <laughs> Should I put should, should I... 100 to 470 miles of the CT? Why do I leave that on the table? Give us this day. Why our daily hike? <laughs> our daily hike. Forgive us, like who people who hike more than we, Max. Oh, and give us this day. Speaking of Snow Mesa. Inspirations <laughs> like Max. Speaking of Snow Mesa, they're running shuttles now from Lake City, Spring Creek Pass. Legit. What? Who is? Yeah, it's called the. Um, Lake City Trail Angel Association. Wow, that's okay. amazing. There's a hostel at Ravens Hostel, yep. some other people. Yeah. And they're running, it's um, details are on our Facebook page as well, but they're running regular shuttles now. Sweet. Okay. Uh, for the through hiking season. That's pretty amazing because that hitchhike from Lake City up to Slum Gullion. Oh, God. It used to be. Oh, and I did that hitchhike like 
the weekend after September 11th in 2001. Oh, Everybody's man, loving on you, dude. Huh? Oh, it was awful. Wow. It, was, it took me like half a day to get up there. <laughs> it was so bad. Sometimes so tourists bad. don't like to pick you up. Especially yeah. when you smell uh, Especially bad. after there was just yeah. a terrorist well, attack. You know, the first terrorist attack in United States soil in who knows how many years. It's just like, oh my gosh. Hitchhikers, he's a terrorist. I'm not picking him up. <laughs> All right, here All right, we are. We'll on. Scott Hayden writes from Facebook Dear Ask a Hiker, per previous advice, I have tried the suggestion of using bacon fat to cure chafing or the dreaded monkey butt dreaded. I must say, while it seems to solve the problem, it has created a new one. <laughs> Luckily, there are few bears in Missouri, so I had no issues with that. However, it did seem to attract some raccoons. One in particular refused to leave me alone. It continued to pester me until it stole my wallet. Now I have raccoons doing drive-bys at my house and running up charges on my credit card. It has led to some awkward questions with my wife. Perhaps legal can help me out with some advice, or perhaps getting a restraining order against the creatures. On another note, has any of the TS crew hiked any of the Ozark Trail or the River to River Trail in southern Illinois? I am through hiking the River to River at the beginning of April. It is only 170 miles, so perhaps too short for the TTS crew. Any idea on what the FKT is? Thanks for the shows. Scott Hayden from Facebook. I have no idea, but you know who would? <laughs> FKT.com. Exactly. Peter Balkin's site. Yeah. FKT.com. He's more or less right I, here in Boulder, no I less. Think it's is he really? Fastest known Wait a minute. This dude's but... here in Boulder. Why don't we have him on the show? Uh, the, trust me, he wouldn't want to be on a show he like might. this. He's, <laughs> is he too serious? <laughs> is he too serious? No, he's a good guy. Uh, let's do you have know him, him on the show. Max, do you we, know him? We've actually conversed before by emails a few times. Dude, let's have this guy on the show. You know, we he, could have a whole show about FKTs. Mm. A bonus show. The acronym. <laughs> he'd, he'd walk <laughs> out, and once he realized we were as full of as we are, he would just walk right out the door. He doesn't have a sense of humor. He wouldn't have fun. We could have fun with this. Yeah, but you know, we're all, we don't know anything. Really. We, we don't. So let's hypothesize. It is a show about miles. nothing, apparently. Yeah. 170 miles. How fast could you do it? Disco. I would say two weeks. No, less than three days. Okay, 60 oh, miles. Oh, ultra, ultra runner style. Straight, right? No sleep. Well, I think even ultra runners will sleep like two or three hours. I know a lot of Southern ultra Illinois. Runners I'm thinking that don't flat. need to sleep for 170 right. miles. What? I'm thinking yeah. flat with Southern Illinois. No, dude, it's not yeah, flat. It's some up hills down, down there. Man. That's, that's some hills, man. You got to think yeah, Northern Southern, Kentucky, man. That's Ohio River country. Yeah, man. It's Southern rolling, Illinois and Southern rolling. Ohio are actually a couple hundred feet elevation. Game. It's the edge of the Appalachian. It yeah. may only be a couple hundred feet, but it's up and down and up yeah. and down and straight up and straight down and, and straight up and straight down. Twirl around, grab your partner you by know the hand. This is the second or third time I've heard about the Ozark. Highlands Trail or the Ozark Trail. Ozark. I would like to do it in the fall. I'd like to actually talk to someone who's through hiked it. Perhaps it could be featured as a future trail of the month. I think it'd so, be a good October hike. If anyone out there has hiked this thing from end to end, please get in touch with us at mags at the trail show dot com. This, this and, summer uh, after we'll take I it from there. this summer after I do my uh, Florida Trail through hike in July, <laughs> I'm going to head over oh. and and do the uh, Ozark He's lying. Trail. He's on daddy duty. By the way, I, I do have something I need to insert here. Yeah, can I can I do this? You please can do. talk. You okay, can talk. the you mentioning the Florida Trail just brought this to my attention. Oh, good. We have been remiss. Oh, and a huge thank you to Hector Cortez, who lives in Florida, who designed our Trail Show Beer Awards 
that are beautiful. He designed There's, our logo. Yeah, they just, he designed our logo. He designed the Beer Show Award. He's done some um, bonus show graphic design. That's right. And he, um, you know, he actually lives in Florida. So he's, you know, he's done parts of the Florida Trail. I actually talked to him on the phone. He said it was beautiful. And uh, he was also a little bit upset about <laughs> the fact that Disco and I were bagging on Puerto Rico because that is his uh, homeland. We weren't um, bagging. Well, we just, no, uh, I know. I know. We, we, we didn't give him the best review of, of Puerto Rico. Well, that's because you tried to go hiking in exactly. a country where the jungle overtakes exactly. the trails. Every, but like, I did tell months. him that, you know, Culebra was incredible and, you know, how much Disco enjoyed all the big, huge butts that we saw everywhere. So he, he laughed about hey that. Now. And he I enjoyed. cannot lie. Yeah, and I enjoyed them too, to be completely honest. I but like anyway, uh, but big, big, huge thank you to Hector Cortez for designing our, our beer show awards because it was like totally last minute I asked him and he was like, no, that's cool, I'll do it. So and they big, look phenomenal, by the way. I, we, we actually stopped in at Front Range Brewing Company before the show this evening. And pre-drinking. They have the awards displayed up above the front door, and it looks phenomenal. And Hector will be getting a little something-something from uh, um, the brewery. That's right. In we the mail. We picked, them up, picked them up today. So anyway, I just wanted to, I didn't want to forget about mi amigo Hector. And back to Scott Hayden. We have no idea what the FKT is, but you should check out FKT.com where we're going to try and get that guy on our show. And uh, 170 miles is not too short for the TTS crew. We've done Some the Tahoe Rim Trail, which is... Some of us exactly. would love it. Some of us would love it. And I think the Ozark Trail will be phenomenal in the fall. And stay away from that bacon fat, man. You don't want to go down that no, road. Ra- Wait, raccoons. where did that advice come from? I don't understand. I, I why why is everybody there. using bacon fat to cure their chafing? Where it came from come legal from? at the trail show. Legal at the trail show. Was that some com? advice from our legal department? Yes. I use duck fat. It's better. Oh, oh wow. some confit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Not so the feet. Is that it for fat. some confit? Is that it for Ask a Hiker? I think so. That's all I got. No more questions. No Be more sure questions. to send your questions for next month's trail show, too. What's the email D-Lo address? D-Lo at thetrailshow.com. I thought it was Ask a Hiker at the Trail Show. No, 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 no. It's that does D-Lo. not exist. D-Lo and at the Never mind, show. everybody. Oh, my God. Two years in, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's his segment. Next, uh. Be sure to send your questions for next month's Ask a Hiker section in two. D-Lo's in his cups, ladies and gentlemen. Ask a Hiker at thetrailshow.com. Oops, no. sorry. No. D-Lo at thetrailshow.com. There is no askahiker.com. Oh, man. The show's derailed. <laughs> <laughs> We've come off the rails. All right. D-Lo, um, D-Lo What do we got? I think we, we got one segment left. It's a gear review of something extraordinary. Well, you know, we had a suggestion. Yeah, that's gear review music. Gear review. Yeah, what do you do so, with gear? Oh so, yeah, and it's something Disco recommended because of his what do you GET trip. We're reviewing a pen <laughs> because <laughs> you need a wait pen. a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, let me stop the music. <laughs> like here. a lapel. Pen? We're we're reviewing. No, a, a pen, pen. like a, a ballpoint pen. pen. Yes. Or it could be a non-ball. It could be a fine tip pen. Or a okay. Sharpie. Or that felt, you can also it could be a felt tip, You dude. can also use a, a Sharpie tip. to write on trail signs. Yeah. 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 Dude, it could be a goose feather. It could be a goose feather. Come on, one at a time, people. Max, please, how do you review a pen? Because you need it to write your to-do list. You need it to, if you're doing off-trail, you can, you know, you draw your lines to make true north. 
Anyway, okay. you know, figure out where you are. True North. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Coming off the rails, ladies and gentlemen. It's late over here in Colorado. In the it's historic like 9 o'clock. This guy's had a long week. <laughs> so I would say a pen is a very important piece of gear for all yeah. hikers. It's true. Disco lost his pen the first night I was out there, and he kind of like had a freak out. See? Well, here's yeah. the thing. You make notes. You can write, again, directions. And you can get those hard-to-reach boogers. Yes. I, I was planning to do an audio journal, but I was so inspired by Delo's like, retro advice of Pen and paper. Which is terrible, That's by actually the way. how I was journaling, and then I lost the pen. I actually lost the pen once before you came out, once after you came out. It was a crisis moment. The key, I think, is to carry two pens. A oh, backup mm, pen? A back, and maybe put them in multiple places in your backpack. Absolutely. Now, now, that's kind of like what you would do with your fire starting sources. You might carry three <laughs> sources of fire. You might have a lighter. You might have some matches. You might and have another torch. lighter. And you might carry them in three different places. Okay. And nowadays, right. you can bring a isobutane <laughs> torch. torch. Yes, you to can. To light your jeans yes, you on fire. That's right. It's your so wet, wet jeans. If, but, you, if you need to start an emergency fire to signal the helicopters know, as to where you are. Now, let's go. Black or blue pen? Blue. Black. Black. Blue. Contrast. I'm going to go with red just to be different. Oh, man. That wasn't an option. Uh, wait a minute. Oh, you said, said black yeah, or you blue. You said black or blue. Come on. More. Wait a minute. Here, here we go. My I turn. We were my, turn. my turn. Felt tip or ballpoint? Ballpoint, duh. Ballpoint. Ball. Ball. Fine felt tip. So there you have it. Our gear review. Overwhelmingly blue, overwhelmingly ballpoint pen. Blue balls. Blue balls. Overwhelmingly (laughs) blue balls. I am married. Anyway. Mags, that was yourself. that was a hell of a gear review, my friend. <laughs> I think you outdid yourself this month. I have hey, a gear we'll... review uh, edition. Okay, okay. Uh, the uh, underappreciated pencil. Yes. Oh, um, you could sharpen it with probably nothing that you have with you when you're backpacking. However, the eraser sure. makes a very handy Q-tip for the ear. Ew. Try you're not supposed to stick anything oh, in your ear, though. I don't know. You don't, well, you don't carry ultralight ear candles with you? Why don't you uh, just carry Q-tips, dude? I They're pretty freaking uh, light. Q-tips, I mean, I like the multi-purpose of the pencil. But you're not supposed to stick anything into your ear. What no, do you mean no, you you're not supposed go, to stick anything? You're not, you're not supposed, supposed to. to. It can impact the wax and cause worse problems. It's yeah, true. You Look adjust it the wax lower. So However, what the hell do you do when your ear is filled with you're wax? Spo- you're supposed to wax. It helps prevent um, infection. You're supposed to just leave it in there. It should come out on its own. Dude, you guys are gross. <laughs> Before we get our outro, I hear that Markham has a trail story that has to be shared because it is that phenomenal. Markham, please. Oh, yes. I've been waiting for this one. All right, man. Uh, so probably the biggest laugh I got on the PCT um, somehow we got to talking about what we'd have in the next town, you know, about the whole t- town amnesia, what you're going to do when you get a town. Trail town amnesia. Trail Which a pen would help amnesia. prevent. Yeah. Indeed it would. But so the guys I was hiking with at the time, uh, I think it was just right above uh, Tahoe, and they were obsessed with one word. And that word? Butter. 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 Okay. Butter. Okay. Why would you eat butter, butter in town? Butter. They started to whisper it. I remember being in the hotel room and you'd hear them going, butter. That's a, you know, butter. that sounds That sounds like delirium. It is kind of delirium. It's like a. Red rum. Red one, rum. Yeah, one 
flew over the cuckoo's nest or something. But uh, anyway, there's like three or four guys. These guys were kind of sketchy. You know, they didn't hike with a stove. They burned fires in a no-burn zone. Don't do that. Yeah. But they especially really, this year. Uh, especially this year. Yeah. But they really, um, they were really into butter. And they really got me kind of talking about butter and excited about butter. And butter's in a lot of good things that people like. Okay. Yeah, croissants. Ice cream, croissants. Croissant. Mm-hmm. Pastry. Pastries, lovely pastries. But uh, but to be in town and to crave butter, that's getting some Strange, caloric man. strangeness. Did you ever eat like just butter? Straight. Like a pad of butter? It's been a long time since I've been six or seven years old. And I just but you didn't do it butter. on, 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 on trail? trail? No, no you, well, on the AT, I, I would pack the uh, the squeezable butter, you know? Oh, yes. The one pound of this. Ugh. I did the same and you, and you, thing. And you man. hold it upside down above your pot of mac and cheese and you squeeze it Ugh. with all your might and put like you know a quarter of it in, in your meal that is so and gross and you crush it oh <laughs> man but I was doing my southbound kind of through winter so there were some times where I really needed it was congealed butter all right in the winter. cotton the hoodies winter. cotton the hoodies cotton I think that's hoodies. about it yeah I think so for I the show so. are we done we, I think we are cool I can go clean up my house now it's a wrap we want to thank everyone for tuning in today we want to say a special thanks to Markham Carr for guesting come back on a future trail show, please. I will. Thank, thank you to thank you. Frito. Yep. Thank you to Frito. Thank you, Frito. Roll Tide Garcia. For the lovely. For the beer from Chelsea, Michigan. Great Actually, reviews. Thanks again to our listeners yes. for those iTunes reviews. Keep them coming. You can always find us at triple W full stop the trail show full stop com. Facebook.com slash the trail show. Twitter.com slash trail show. Cafe press.com slash the trail show on Stitcher Radio, and, of course, on iTunes. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Lawton G, L-A-W-T-O-N-G. Mags is at P Mags Co. Delo's at Delo. P-O-D. <gasps> P-O-D. Is on the Twitter. Is now on Twitter at Felicia Darkness. It's F-E-L-I-C-I-A Darkness. Markham, are you on the Twitter? What exactly is? Okay, Markham is not on the Twitter. <laughs> Twitter? But P.O.D. is on the Twitter. No more crickets. No more crickets. <laughs> no more crickets. We'll be back next month in May for our two-year anniversary show. Woo. Two years of bear trails and nonsense. Yeah, most importantly, nonsense. <laughs> Until then, for the Princess of Darkness, Mags, Delo, and Markham, I'm Disco. Ciao. Gore-Tex Blue Jeans. Gore-Tex Blue Jeans. Gore-Tex Blue Jeans. You've got no rhythm. No rhythm, no Ex- rhythm, no rhythm. Cor- what was he talking about? Butter. Eating butter, butter. eating butter, butter. Eating butter. Butter. Eating butter. butter, eating butter, eating butter. Delo's drunk. Hardly. I got to go hang out. That's man. a show. Don't worry about it. It's all part of the package. <laughs> the Ibon 300. <laughs> Why can't we just be, like, substance-free in the woods? Mag's over to you.